Mm-hmm. La 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 la. Ooh. La 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 la. Jaws says word. There we go. Turn that down. Is that from Skrilla? Yeah, Skrilla made us. Skrilla. He couldn't stand that we complained last week, so he made it. Finally. He's like, fuck that. I'm going to just put something out. Red pepes are cool. La la la. The red pepes are cool. La la la. La 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 la, cut this scene. Pop, 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 it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. This is John Seth. You're listening to John Seth's World. I'm here with my co-host. Sean, a.k.a. King David. And our guest. Dante, a.k.a. Dante. <laughs> I, I'm, out on a, I'm out on a weekend pass. Yeah, uh, Dante, you, yeah, you, you just got I'm back from prison. So tell us about that. Did you get raped? or? Well, you know, it, it was all about turtles, right? Yeah, you you ate your neighbor, neighbor's turtle. Yeah, yeah. So, but you I, actually you, you're admitting here that you ate more than just one turtle. You well, ate- yeah. I mean, because they're all different species and types and whatever. But so, but the thing is, uh, you know, when Did I was in there, annoy you or what happened? Some, somebody like, tried like, to somebody tried to you know touch one of my you know genitals. touch my turtle, and uh, oh. so I had a you know head bottom. You see that. Oh, you do have a yeah. thing in it. See, <laughs> you see, yeah. yeah. That's the interiorating, that's my the, friend. That's <laughs> the problem with headbutting techniques. You know what I mean? You end up uh, with a little, little bit of damage, yeah. but uh, you got to see the other guy. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, if you if you eat a bad turtle, it's terrible because then you get a special kind of uh, food poisoning, right. specific to like a bad turtle bacteria. Right. So. You know the expression "it turtles all the way down." Yeah. Well, it turtles all the way down and out. <laughs> <laughs> so turtles are like a, a little bit like hot sauce. You have a little diarrhea, turtle diarrhea. Uh, no, I don't know about uh, you know, but no, they're, they're delicious. I mean, I, I can't believe you guys have never. I eaten thought it was illegal to eat turtle soup. Yeah, what do you think? Was it worth it? Was it worth it, Dante? Oh, it's delicious. You know, we'll have you know, I don't know if you know this, but nobody contributed to your legal defense fund. Zero people. I, I know, that's okay, because, you know, for like OPSEC reasons, yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell anybody where to uh, reach me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, my uh, God. So, you've been. This week is a weird week politically and in Bitcoin generally. Um, but it's going to be a good show, I think. Maybe. It's Dante's be, back, may, so maybe. it's probably going to be worse than usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I do my best. I do my best. Well, my, my question is, were the turtles raised to be eaten, or they just, was it like, we have these turtles, fuck it, let's just, let's just eat them? They're, well, I look. <laughs> so, no, you, so you, have, you have these turtles. They've been good pets for a few you, years. They make good pets. If somebody, <laughs> they get too big. If yeah. somebody has a turtle pond. I, it's hard to ascribe what their you know intent was in terms of raising <laughs> sure. them. Dante, and Dante's them intent was to let them raise the turtles and eat them. But I, right, I mean, not everybody's <laughs> intentions have to be aligned, right? So, oh, yeah. I mean, how did could, you make your intentions clear? Or did you rape the turtles? Well, let me can, get the they, well, get turtle it, concern. No, they they go in a pot. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, you know, but but if I go and buy cute. if I go and buy pet turtles, can I just eat those or like? That's a good question. I don't know. Do you well, just, do you have agency of your turtle? Because libertarians should really take that up. If you don't, if you're not allowed to eat your turtle, well, you know, so right, lot, you should be allowed to. Eat, you should eat your you turtle. Should absolutely be allowed to eat your own turtle. You know, there's a place in the Keys. I, I don't know. If you <laughs> pass by. I think it's in Isla uh, near I, Isla Morada or is, somewhere. Islam Orada. <laughs> I think it's the the green. I, th- I think <laughs> Islam Iran. I, I didn't know what that was. Every time I would go down to the keys, I'm like, what's the, the, the keys? Is, the Islam Islamorada. What the fuck is that? Islamorada. 
<laughs> and then someone says like Isla Mirada. I was like, where the fuck is that? And they're like, it's in the keys. Like, is I don't. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. It could be changing. If, you know. What if you drove through there? There was just a huge buzz of the community in the middle of the fucking keys. That's what I'd like to know. Like, <laughs> like, like you, you pass by, it's like nothing but mosques. <laughs> yeah. With palm trees. That would be <laughs> weird. I haven't been there. I haven't been there in a long time. But uh, it, it, it was. They have a Publix there that I stop at every time I like go to. Fucking Publix, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't even get me started oh, on Oh, my Publix. God. So today, a Publix had a diet. People don't. Okay, so if you're in Florida, which you two have never left the state, so like mm-hmm. you wouldn't know this, other places don't have Publix. So, really? Yeah, so you got to explain what Publix is to people listening. Publix oh, wow. is uh, the largest employer in the state of Florida. Next to Disney. I don't actually know if that's true. Um, I don't know what they're next to, but you have a Publix on every corner, and it's a it's a supermarket. It's a supermarket. It's it's and the it's the Florida version. It's a great of, supermarket. You know, yeah, everyone every, they have regional supermarkets. So like up in it's the, the east, Florida have, like, version of Whole Foods. Stop and shop. <laughs> right, right. So in any <laughs> it case, is, it's the Florida version of Whole Foods. <laughs> so so it's worse, but what, better. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, it'll you, kill uh, your grandma. It's amazing. I I love Publix. Everyone loves Publix. Yeah. People so in tell Florida the story. Love, love, what, what, love what, like, Publix. Like it's a love place. Yeah, it, well, it was up until it's a pleasure, yesterday. It's a pleasure. Uh, what it, it's a pl- it's a shop where shopping, shopping is a pleasure. pleasure. Where shopping is a pleasure. Right, and then they. The, so go ahead, tell the rest of the okay, story. Okay, so yesterday, David Hogg, uh, that that Parkland student, mm-hmm. did a die-in at the Publix uh, at, at Publix stores. Um, I saw a couple of pictures of it. He had like a megaphone and was like instructing people, um, and they all like basically lay down in the fruit aisle. Uh, which is appropriate, and they wanted to be among their own, and they uh, <laughs> and they <laughs> and they lay down uh, t- to take a little uh, nappy poo for 720 seconds. Yeah, actually, I think they laid down right in front of the uh, cash register lines, right? The block. I, that's what I read they were going to do, but I saw pictures, and they were definitely in the fruity fruit aisle. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, at the end, David Hogg thanked Publix for allowing the demonstration to take place. And, uh, and are you serious? <laughs> yes, full on. Wait, wait, wait. They, Thank so you, Publix. They al- Thank they you. All right. So the, here's the backstory in terms of why they they did this. And oh, and the well, parking lot the day before they took all of the you know the chalk that the little children yeah. use to write stuff on their driveways yeah. and so on. So what they did was they took that chalk and they had people lay down and they did like the outline that they do when there's a, a, a murder scene. Yeah. So they chalked, you know, the, the body. Sounds like I've only ever seen it through binoculars. Well, there was a, actually, there was footage. <laughs> they had a drone flying overhead that was, you know, f- filming all of this stuff. And then in big letters across, like, uh, maybe ten parking spots. Send nudes. No, they wrote. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote. <"We're." laughs> so they took the slogan and they went, uh, uh, we're, sh- <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're Publix, where shooting is a pleasure. If Fortune has it, like, dude, they really, they really should have done, like, send dudes. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I think is funny is that it's, it's perfect for trolling. So, like, if, if, if someone at, like, like Kyle Casher, or whatever this kid's name is, who's, like, very anti uh, the entire, like, hog shit, um, well, he should have run there and done the send nudes. Yeah. That would have been just very funny. Yeah. That would have been. I don't know that meme, so. It's it, just it went it's, over my head. It's just fucking internet hilarity, Dante. Yeah. Like that's like like you know, fa- <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things that encapsulates a lot of like the internet. So for example, recently Facebook it, it <laughs> told people to upload their uh, sex f- pictures and footage before it ends up on Facebook, so Facebook can delete it. So like, oh Facebook, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a send nudes moment. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, okay, the internet it. is full. Right, of, right. The internet is full of people asking other people to send nudes, exactly. and uh, okay. including include. Sometimes it gets ironic, like when Facebook says send nudes. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this gets weird because I actually called Publix. It gets weird. Yes. Are you going to send them? I, I called them. I called the corporate. <laughs> Like well, I, no, I've been thinking about it. I, it like sorry, Dad. There's my like, butthole. I've been thinking about this every single. I've been thinking about every day downloading like a giant donkey dong and just like uploading it to Facebook and be like, like, just like is big, the biggest penises I can find, and uh, just seeing how long it takes them to ban me. Because here's the thing: if Facebook bans me for sending them donkey dongs, it means that a human's looking at them, probably. Yeah. Well, then you can. You might be able to like. Send them a bunch of shit to figure out like what they. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like if they, if you're like, cause if if it's a computer algorithm that's like just like, you know, assessing your donkey dongs, then like that's one thing. But if a human is actually looking at them, I think everyone that that would be a scandal of epic proportions. So if you want to prove whether it's a scandal or not, just consent to like send them different donkey. But dongs like what day. they'll say is that they've attuned their al- their algorithm so good that it can detect like donkey dong. Yeah, <laughs> it's a donkey like, dong. Algorithm. This, this algorithm detected donkey both dong. that it's a donkey dong and that you're like being you're being a jokester. Aren't like, they just like expanding their uh, facial recognition? I I don't know, but like th- that's probably what's going on. But like honestly, it's they're claiming it's for uh, the nudes. So it might be that, like, maybe if you walk into a place, they'll be able to recognize you by your penis, possibly. Like, if you walk, if you do, if you commit a crime naked, you'll be like, oh, that's Joshua. No, what, what their stated reason. <laughs> that's Dante, tiny shriveled penis. Do, do you know their stated reason? T- to rid the world of revenge porn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I think that's, that's probably their reason. But, like, if, if someone doesn't think that an engineer is, like, looking at those, like, the, the, the hot girl pics and pictures of me... Um, and donkey dongs. If if, mm-hmm. if someone doesn't think that's going to happen, like they're fucking nuts. I wonder if like Facebook's like the amount of engineers it's not a special looking to server. work there went up. Yeah, like like some like, guy that works at Google who's good. He's like, you know what? I'd rather work there now. How do we like, get more competent <laughs> engineers? Maybe we could just get people to give us their porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook becomes the archive for the world's greatest amateur. Well, porn. It's like we, we 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 don't pay much, but we have like thousands of photos of like new chicks. So you, you can just, you can just stare come at those. look at them. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. It's fine because they gave it to us. Yeah, I guess so. It's all voluntary. No. Anyhow. Crazy. So, anyhow, go on. Publix, it, what? Yeah, yeah. So, um, in any case, Send nudes. I, I, you know, I see that they're going to do this dying thing. And, you know, they've already kind of vandalized the parking lot. Publix sent in a cleaning crew. They scrubbed the parking lot. They got rid of all the chalk. It's not really vandalism. I mean, no one's harmed in that. Um, well... It's disgusting, but it's not vandalism. I mean, like, I, you got a distinct. There's a distinction, I think. Well, I mean, if somebody, for example, if they spray painted graffiti and then they had to remove the spray paint, uh, you can remove the spray paint. Sure, but but there's Publix an action. The difference is that the spray paint is not going to like clean off in the rain. So, like for example, Publix could have just left it there until it rained. Um, and and like you know, if your kid is like out there like doing chalk on the Publix uh, front, you know, uh, front parking lot. Like it's not vandalism. It's just it's chalk. It's I don't it's know. It's a spectrum. Uh, I don't know. You're right. It is 100 percent a spectrum. There's like yeah. things that are like utter vandalism yeah. that cost money. You got to per- permanent vandalism and not permanent. And paint isn't even always vandalism because like, like what if happens took, if Shepherd Fairy? If you took uh, cases and cases and cases of jars of mustard or something like that and yeah. just splattered it all, put it all over the parking lot. Is that vandalism or is it something that will wash away with the rain? I mean, you've just, you know just you've Making people walk around through a, mustard it, everywhere. Yeah, in the that's corner. true. I get that. No, my favorite is a, the raspberry jam. 
What's that? The death, the death scene things were like when I was in college. Textron is in Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, Textron makes a lot of like bombs and missiles, particularly like uh, apparently like torpedoes. I think is one of their big ones. So like someone wanted to protest their disgusting contributions to death and war. So they uh, they they took raspberry jam and they smeared it all over the front door. Okay. So very you know very. Very yeah. stupid protest. Uh, yeah, well, it's a non-permanent form of vandalism. Right. And uh, anyway, when these guys were saying that they were going to do a die-in and lay down, you know, at where the cash registers are, um, you know, looking to in- interfere with a private, you know, business. Right. Um, I thought it was kind of, I, I wanted to know what was public's position on this. What did they intend to do? Because... Are they going to allow it, or are they going to have them arrested? Of course they're going to allow it. So the thing, it's so bad. Like it, they, I think that people are really, really afraid to do anything nowadays. So I think publics probably want to do arrest them, but they also realize that those are their customers in the future. Um, and there's a lot of, there's like, the problem with all actions today, Dante, is that 50% of the nation or some subset of that, maybe 30% or 40% agrees with them. Right and agrees with the way in which they're doing this action. So, like, it's very difficult as a business that serves an entire state to figure out what to do. And and, and Publix is in a weird position where they are like legitimately afraid of um, what they what could happen if they if, if they basically upset thirty percent of their well. Here's their the customers. thing. Uh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. These, uh, you know, and I think that's fair. By these the way. fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year olds, whatever, uh, that are really just looking to get their fifteen. Minutes of fame plus another it's about minute. Twenty minutes now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it also shows you how irrelevant David Hogg's right. been. They have to like do local shit. Yeah, well, which sucks for us because it's our local shit. Well, but, it, it, yeah, and and uh, the thing of it is, I wanted to go to Publix right down the street and like just like lie down on the floor. Yeah, but but these <laughs> these kids these kids are, are, are trying to be activists because, because they and they're not really customers. For example, we have been spending good money for a lot of years at. Publix. We are the real customer. Yes. Okay. They're, they're talking Dante, about who do you think is causing potential. the Cheerios sales? Do you think parents are like, I'm going to buy so many Cheerios? So yeah. It's for it's for David Hogg. Yeah, of course. David Hogg every day goes to school and he brings in those like plastic containers shaped like a Cheerio, and that's uh, that's a school lunch. They also sell pacifiers. They sure do. So yeah. like, I, I don't think it's fair to say. Yeah. That he probably that David Hogg is responsible destroyed. for most of the pacifier uh, sales <laughs> <laughs> and the diapers. You know the Pampers and stuff. I don't think he's old enough for that, but someday hopefully. Pampers, no, the, the little the little children. Do you know what's funny pampers. to me is that like okay, so like there, there's a, there's a few things. Number one, uh, I hear the rhetoric of these kids, and and the rhetoric is so scary. They don't realize how stupid they sound when they say things like. We are the new generation. We can't wait for the old generation to die. Well, what do you think? Like, that kind of language is so dangerous. Mm. That's what happened in Cambodia. Like, it's the same kind of shit. Like, you get rid of the, the smart people or you get rid of, like, the, the old people. Old people are fucking racist. Just look at Dante. And, uh, and like, they're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, old people are fucking racist often. And, like, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's not good. But, like, like they're racist often because, like, my grandpa, he's never seen a black dude in his entire life. It's not affected anybody. He thinks less of black people, I'm sure. But, like, he, it doesn't, no one knows it because he's in the middle of Minnesota. Well, it, there, I, there's a, I don't know how to phrase this greatly, but a lot of people 
say or do things that would be considered by a lot of people in America to be racist. That doesn't mean that that person is like a, a fucking well. There needs to be out a, yeah in sheets racist. There needs a big to be difference. there needs to be and a like, distinction between things that people say sometimes, often in fact, as a joke, and things that are racist. And I like I don't know like a good example. Did you see the monk debates that happened with with Jordan Peterson? I saw and, uh, clips and highlights of. No, I didn't say. Oh, it was amazing. Today. So Stephen Fry, do you know Stephen Fry? No, he's like Hugh Laurie's best friend, by the way. Yeah, well, they they did a lot of comedy skits together back in like their early career. Yeah, like in the eighties. Stephen Fry, and he's, he's a British comedian for the most part. Um, he's gay. He's openly gay. Yeah. And I, I I remember seeing him doing one of these style debates like over a decade ago, where he and Christopher Hitchens argued against uh, whether religion was a good force in the world. Versus two other people. So he's, like, he's a good guy. I like him. I like him a lot. He's, he's a good actor. He's, yeah. he's accomplished. Um, but he was, he was on the panel with Jordan Peterson against a guy named Michael Dyson and Michelle something. Or, um, but like in the middle of the debate, Mike Dyson, um, who's not a boxer, but Mike Dyson, the, uh, I don't know, preacher type. I don't know what he is. He gets up and he's like, you know, I would like, I want to bit his ear off. No, he goes, I want to sit in your lap. And, uh, and he goes, but don't get excited. And, like, he starts, like, making these, like, gay jokes, which I thought were funny. But incidentally, like, in light of his position as, like, this <clears throat> liberal activist, like, it becomes very, like, I was like, this is workplace sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> right. he, just, he, just, he just sexually harassed Stephen Fry. And, like, that, you know. Right. That's. It's fucking funny, though. Like, I was just I was sitting there, I was like, there's. No, think about it like Jordan Peterson had done that to, to the woman on stage. Like, I'd like to stick my dick in your vagina. Right. <laughs> that would have gotten a lot of laughs. <laughs> right. Like, it's just very, like, I'd like to sit in your lap. Like, these are the same kinds of comments that, like, Morgan Freeman is going to get, like, pounded for here. Well, No I'm, pun intended. I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, which, which, which also just happened. And, and you said that a lot of, like, what they're accusing him, him of is just being flirtatious in public. Well, being highly, it like, sounds it's inappropriately like a lot of flirtatious. Is. Like, some of the stuff I've seen is very inappropriate. Like, there was a, there, on a movie set, for example, one of the girls was working, says that he continually tried to, like, lift her skirt and ask if she was wearing underwear. Like, that, that's not okay. Right. Everyone knows that that's not okay. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that, uh, <laughs> that, that movement that since all of this harassment stuff? What, the, me too. Everyone too. Oh, is me too. Yeah, me too. So, so, <laughs> so they, so they, you know, they're 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 doing it on Twitter, right? So, it's the most unfortunate hashtag that you could have. Me too. Because no, it, it, but but what is that hashtag? It, it you know the hash symbol. It, it's usually called a pound symbol. <laughs> oh, I saw that. So it's, it's, it literally says pound me too. Pound me too. You know. It does. I just that's, think it's I never, hysterical. I, I never thought of that, Dante. That's a, that's some keen insight from Dante. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely. I have the hiccups. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna hold your to. breath. That's not your gonna... <laughs> oh wait, you do have <laughs> hiccups are funny. Well, they're they're gonna be yeah. They pa- really are. The pound me too of it. Yeah. I'm gonna start referring <laughs> referring to it as that. Yeah. 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 But that's what that's what you have to call it. It's like that movie that we saw, uh, African American Panther. Well, that that one too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, you have to put things in their proper context. So are you are you going to like stop shopping at Publix Dante and start well, shopping at Winn Dixie? Because like honestly, the problem with Publix is they, that there's they, really they apolog- not an alternative. Well, yes, there is. And, and there is, but they, they fucking apologize. So no, I, I, I do encourage people to protest Publix. I are, are you fucking David Hogg? Be, no, because <laughs> they apologize. They should have. They should have. I called we them. Do, we should do a live-in in Publix. We'll I called them yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, I, I was on the phone with their corporate office yesterday. I called them, and I, in very, no uncertain terms, I made it really clear to them that I, I saw their language on their website as uh, like waffly. You know, um, waffle waffle. Yeah, let me see if I have it here. Blue waffle. waffle. Blue waffle. All right, I'm, waffle. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the last line is, um, you know, this is all, and here's what this was over. They support certain, you know, uh, political campaigns with donations, and I think what they said here. Let me see. Uh, as the largest private employer of the state of Florida, blah blah blah. Uh, we have a history of supporting candidates focused on job growth and a healthy Florida economy. So skip to the end, you know, based on what happened, you know, with these uh, activists, they're saying, as a result of this situation, we are evaluating our processes to ensure that our giving better reflects our intended desire to support a strong economy and a healthy community. So they're really kind of like they didn't use the word reevaluate, which the guy on the phone said, Well, we didn't say reevaluate. I said, Well, you said evaluate, and then you said to show what better reflects, you know. So it's a real It would be very different if they just waffly. said we're not gonna give donations anymore. That'd be like fine. If if like <laughs> if that's what you want, then no one gets any money. Well, yeah, so but what as they were bi- demanding as a, as a business though, sometimes like don't you, at a certain level, doesn't it, having a hand in politics sometimes matter when you? Well, like, the public should say is like, okay, fine, we're not going to give money to politicians, only lobbyists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so I mean, so they, this is the position we've been forced well, into. Well, I like I like putting pressure on political payments in general because, I, like, does that kind of like force people over time to like find alternative methods to pay politicians? I don't know. You, you like you like the idea of like Bitcoin? Yeah. Well, like a new use case. <laughs> oh, we need to we, we need to pay politicians, and we can't make it so but public. Because we'll send them Monero. Yeah. But here's what's amazing about this, right? So you have these you have these kids that are protesting the Second Amendment, essentially. Well, it, it's it's and not just that though. But they are boycott. They're they're forcing. They're they're against the First Amendment because by a company like this putting their money where their mouth is or supporting what they feel is in the best interest of their employees or the, you know, the climate of the business climate for the state. That is a First Amendment right. But I think there's a, which is I, I think that there's a di- distinction, Dante, because I don't think that, that protesting someone's decision to do something is anti-First Amendment. I think that, in fact, that is exactly how the First Amendment works, is that someone does something, if you don't like it, you can respond in any way, including telling them that they're, they're dipshits and that you're no longer going to stop there. Right. So th- that's, that's not really like a violation of the First Amendment. What I find very interesting is that the criticism from these protesters was that the candidate supports the NRA and is anti-LGBTQ. What the fuck? First of all, how is that a coalition? How is that a coalition? Those are not related. Number two, mm. what does being anti-LGBTQ mean? Like, I, I just, just don't like them. Don't like them. I don't like. I don't think they exist. I think I just. I just. I'm against them. Like, what is anti-LGBTQ? It does. It means that he doesn't want to be 
<laughs> any of those things. Well, no, legally, I'm just, like, legally, I just hate them. I just hate the fucking gay people. Like, no one... No one's anti-LGBTQ. That's like... I would seriously by the, doubt by the that way, for he's anyone ever taken that position. LGBTQ, lesbian, uh, gay, Nobody can keep bisexual, track anymore. transgender, and questioning, I believe, is the Q. Oh, is it questioning, or I thought no, it was queer. queer? Is it queer? I think it's queer. Oh, okay. It used to be... But it's now I remember LGBTQ. There being, I remember there being a questioning in there. And How many like, more letters are they going to add to that? Like, a lot of, a lot of people push a few more. They include, like, asexual. I know A is one of them. No, but I mean, I want but them I, to add. So it's it's going to be like a one of these little contests where you go. have to like remember. So, so you, know, you add on another letter. I mean, yeah. you know, it's going to be sixteen okay, so letters. It, it used to be LG. It, it's it's often the initials LGBTQQIAAP, which is lesbian, oh gay, bisexual, God. transgender, transsexual, queer, tra- questioning, intersex, asexual, ally, and pansexual. You know, they probably <laughs> left a few things. Did they leave out furries? <laughs> it's not in there. It's not in there. I mean, they're, they're not very inclusive. I think you're just anti-LGBTQ. No. LGBTQQ. I'm going to start saying the whole thing. I have to memorize it. That's more fun. <laughs> you're anti-LGBTQQIAP. <laughs> no, they got to stick a furry in there. Where, where do you think the F goes? Uh, I mean, they got to stick it in. Right. You know? <laughs> well, that's a, good, that's, a, that's a good thing to logic. Right, 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 right near the A. Yeah. Right near the A? Yeah. Okay. Fa. Put it, you put the furry in the A. Yeah. Furry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I think the, the idea that, like, somehow you have this coalition building of, like, these disparate political classes, like, uh, people who are against the NRA and gay people. Like, why are the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> well, they, yeah. they do that in there for whatever fucking reason, because, like, they're all. I just figure that's just. just Stupid left shit. But you know what's it is. But like, what I don't understand with David Hogg is that like I don't think he thought of that. Someone is telling him to do that. Like that's a really it's a fairly advanced technique to like go after these disparate political groups and to do it without anybody questioning. Like how you like what do those have to do with one another? You have to like make your selection of those groups fairly like strategically. Well, there's probably a lot of people that since they want have like reached out with him and kept that relationship and are probably giving him ideas on like things to do. Yeah. And like having like a media network to help out with that. You know, it's very disrespectful that you're calling him by the name David because you know, he has worked very hard to earn his 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 correct name. So uh, I, I refer to him only as camera hog. That's it. <laughs> camera hog. I that is the, that is the name that he has earned. I don't know if that's his gender or not, so I'm not going to like assume it. I'm going to go by his name <laughs> until he tells me what his pre- preferred <laughs> pronoun my is. My gender is a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so did you see the article? He identifies <laughs> as a camera. <laughs> did, you, did you see this article on the Ethereum stuff yesterday? It was like it was it was like 400 pages. It was like it was a, a long article. It was a, a fucking truth coin article. It was very long. Yeah. Oh. Was it <laughs> was it written? It wasn't by, actually written by, by was it, it wasn't Mr. Right. Sports or no, no, no? Sports and write it. No, it was someone else who like uh, was inspired by the length of sports. I had to put it on um, on my. I had my computer read it to me with the voice. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it took. It was a good 30, 40 minutes. That's what you want to do uh, if you have trouble sleeping. You know what I mean. Have Dante read your books? Well, no. I mean, you just you, you read an article like that or right. read the uh, drive chain white paper. Oh, God, that'll do it. Why are <laughs> <laughs> you trying to, instead of counting sheep, you, yeah. you, you just do a word <laughs> count, uh, you know? 
Yeah, the, 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 that would that would be funny. Like, hey, Paul, you know, I, I've read I've read the first six paragraphs of Drive Chain like thirty seven times. <laughs> yeah, no, I really understand them, but like, it's just intro. It's just really all I know. I can't get past the <laughs> intro. Well, but because you asked, like, we were asking a few weeks ago or something, like, how big has Ethereum gotten? Yeah, and, like, what is well, the size of the blockchain? Week, yeah. And uh, this article, the answers came. And the answers came. It seems like everyone we, we asked that an this week, also, which is interesting. Yeah, it was like, we, what, what is what is the size? And that's what this article covered. Um, oh, what did you do? I made it bigger. Oh God. Uh, and uh, I, I took some quotes out that are that are there just from from the thing. Um, but it, it's it's exceeded one terabyte. Um, it's it's increasing. It's bad. I mean, like the notion of it being one terabyte astounds me. But like I. I the claim that they're making is that you can basically have a prune node at 10 gigabytes. Okay. And I think, I think the counter argument that he's making is that those prune, those prune nodes are more like SPV wallets and that they don't, like, they don't really help the network. Right? You, you couldn't have a network filled with just those. Well, I mean, that's... I mean, from what I know from Bitcoin, that's, that's a bad thing. You, you don't want that. <laughs> well, at, presuming, at but like... like for, for Ethereum specifically... Ethereum might be different. Like, I, I, the, the, the construction of Ethereum is, is definitely slightly different than Bitcoin. But, like, I, I would assume, based on what we know about blockchains, that you do need full nodes and that the full nodes are actually what are supporting the architecture right. of the platform. And that those other things are somewhat, like, index servers or something like that. They're essentially just, like, partial downloads, thing, like, just the transaction data, um, you know, and maybe pruning old contracts that are mm-hmm. that are dead but like yeah like it, it seems to me that you would need full nodes and again i mean we t- we talked about this early on like like months and months and months ago I, like i've talked about like how if if bitcoin uh, suffers from minor centralization ethereum based on the fact that its blockchain is growing obscenely large every month mm-hmm. um every day like they're going to suffer from node centralization i they recall right. i recall you talking about or predicting this a few years ago yeah I I, I, mean, I remember it very very clearly, and I don't know if it was in the uh, counterparty uh, chit chat on Skype it or if been. it was in a different forum, but I I know that there was a lot of discussions about it. You know, well, node centralization has to happen because, like, you know what? Like, it, I get it. Like, data, like it, it it grows. How much how much available data you have to you grows all the time. Like when I was a kid. Um, you know, my my computer had you know 200 megabytes, and then all of a sudden, like one gig was like astoundingly like huge amounts of data. And now every computer you buy has 200 gigabytes, 300 gigabytes, you know, two terabytes. But like, people don't have just a terabyte or three terabytes sitting around that they want to like devote to other people's data. Right. And that's what the majority of a blockchain well, is. It's just it's just when the, when the data starts. When it's so much, it just becomes more and more expensive to 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 run that and operate that. And well, like, at some point, people don't. I mean, maybe, maybe not, because like it could be that it's not growing at a, at a rate that that um, makes it more expensive to hold it. But what, what you have to acknowledge is that at some point, the data is so large that you just don't want to hold other people's data mm-hmm. at that at that rate. Right. Why would you want to hold one? I, I don't want to hold one terabyte of Dante's fucking files. Sure, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, I don't know where I read this. I was reading something on this topic with the Ethereum thing. And what they were referring to was uh, pruning, you know, a lot of the pruning that would right. go on. And what it would result in is that there would be very, very few nodes that would contain the data that had been pruned. And a, how could you ever go back and and recreate What's been lost? In other words, you're talking about literally losing 
losing data. Well, you, you you would if if uh, if those nodes don't exist. But my point is that like you're going to have full nodes continue to exist. I think you're just going to end up with like instead of six thousand, you're going to end up with eighteen, mm-hmm. twenty, fifty, and, maybe a hundred. And 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 who and who's running those? And where are they being run? And They're going to be run out of data centers. And if they <coughs> if 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 it was just a few entities or one entity or whatever, what 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 does that open up for them to do to the rest of the network, where they can kind of you know gain a certain amount of central centralization what actually happens what type of attack surfaces open it up because there's only a few few nodes being run compared to like most of them are, are, are partial nodes whatever you want to call them and uh it's just it it, it it creates a ton of issues and like ethereum is like known like they make a lot of assumptions about like how they built it with like oh well we, we're doing it this way because we're doing x because y is going to happen and then they they like completely miss they, they completely miss the shot on on when y could occur like uh, the 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 what do you call it the uh, the address validator thing I can't think of the, I can't think of like what you call it the checksum yeah like they like the, like they they pushed the can down the road they thought that the reason they didn't need checksums is because there was going to be an easier implementation and it turns out that like the building the implementation was going to take a lot longer period of time like right they thought it'd be like an easy like UI thing to solve. But like it turns out that problem was really difficult. So you, like have, you have a bunch of kids making a blockchain. That's exactly. Well, right. I mean, that's been the point the whole time. But like I, I keep hearing people make these points too. Like, well, Ethereum has the better developers. I don't think it has the better developers. I think it has more developers. Mm-hmm. And I don't definitely think more. I don't think that they're competent developers. I think that they're just people working on their own Ethereum projects in the way that like Visual Basic might have the most developers or HTML might. You know. So like. And, and the internet's a little different because mm-hmm. your data persists on your machine or your data persists on a machine that you pay for. With blockchains, you have a little bit of a, a different kind of cost function here in that the data that you assign to the blockchain, you certainly pay to put in, but then it's persistent. It's like permanent rent, which I know that you, I, I don't think, Dante, uh, think is a problem, but I, I actually do. Well, okay, the permanent rent. Yeah, thing? yeah. So, what, like, what for you, example, what, so for what, example, if you're making, you're referring if you're to making counterparty? Like counterparty broadcasts, yeah. um, like you pay once for the transaction to go into the blockchain, and then okay. you never pay again. So, like, it is a per, it's you're permanently renting space. Well, I mean that, that that the same goes for every single transaction that's being made. Exactly. So now, you so have to, why why are those other transactions somehow? Not something that you're looking at with a critical, you know, with any kind of. Well, because those transactions eye. are what the blockchain is for. So, like, we, it, it's hard to say that the transactions can't go in there because, like, that is what a blockchain is for. So now, incidentally, there are things that you can also do with a blockchain, like add data transactions, op return, etc. Um, but like, the thing that the blockchain needs to facilitate is the moving of of the, you know, uh, asset. So, uh, okay. So wait, are, are you, so. I'm are saying you that they're taking fundamentally a position? Different. Are you taking a position that the layer two stuff, like counterparty, is you know polluting the blockchain? Well, or, it, it, everything, everything pollutes the, the blockchain, blockchain, even transactions. That's the thing. Like your everything point, your pollutes point, the blockchain. Your point is that you, like you shouldn't have to hold everybody else's transactions. Like, is, is that your argument? No, no, no. It's it's, it's that it's that like you you have to make very judicious decisions about what is going to be able to go into the blockchain. And in Bitcoin, we have like who who, who does who who makes those decisions? I, 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 consensus, all of us. Mm-hmm. So like that's okay. the thing. Counterparty is is legitimate because like you can you can build it. If you can build it, mm-hmm. you can build it. Like it, it just, no one no one can stop. It's whatever it. the validation rules are for for transactions. Right. But now now the question is, what does that do to Bitcoin? And I I, I would say that like Counterparty, while I like the protocol, is in some like in some definitions of an attack, it's an attack. 
I, I don't think it qualifies as an attack at all. Um, there have been, you know, there's a couple of core devs who have chimed in in a similar way to, to what you're saying. Luke Dash Jr., I think... Uh, no, Luke Dash Jr. is is now validating counterparty transactions. It, he didn't like the way that counterparty was doing transactions originally. Yeah, oh, I mean... I, I think Greg Maxwell's the one who, right. like, is the most strong about, like, it being an attack. I, I think that he's right about that. I don't know that oh, that's bad. It, 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 right, it's an attack, but it's like it's an attack at like how much how much does that attack cost? I guess like like you like maybe you could make the argument that like, um, I don't know like like HTTP is is an attack on like certain wire layers. Like I mean, Dante, you don't but, you, but don't, it's, you it's per- that, don't you believe that the spam attacks were attacks? The the spam attacks yeah. were of course okay, but those were, were just transactions. So you you're well, making a distinction between transactions too, and you can ooh. those are capable. You can do those. So like okay. you have some back back to your point about vandalism. You have a spectrum. Well, okay, but here's the other thing. Uh, the, the yeah, there is a spectrum, yeah. and 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 what those a lot of the spam attacks were, where you can construct a you, you can construct a transaction which they did. <clears throat> they had uh, they were give out the private key that, that to, only happened to once. an address. That only but happened once. I, I think it happened more than once. I don't think so. It, it happened they, once with a private key. It had like millions and millions of outputs for like dust. R- yeah, but I don't think it was only one address. I think they had published multiple addresses. Each you know had, had uh, a fair amount of, of Bitcoin. There was a, but there was a lot of unspent outputs. It was all dust. Yeah, there was a ton of dust. You and remember this? Yeah. I remember, I remember the, that one incident. The, the, like, the self yeah. attack. There were there weren't more than one. It was it was one incident. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember I remember that one incident. I, I really don't know if there were other ones though. But there was that one. Incident and I don't even know happened. if that was an attack. Because like, it, it, is the intention of the person uh, doing it what matters? Because like that allowed actually a number of fixes to be applied to the blockchain that we didn't know actually needed to be applied mm-hmm. as a result. Well, of that. you could always make the argument that when uh, you know when something very negative happens, then you have to go ahead and try to figure out a way. To circumvent it from sure. happening in the future, I, so I mean, there's, there's we can go around on all of these different arguments, but as far as uh, counterparty or being a an attack on Bitcoin, that's you know what it reminds me of when I hear that. Um, back when the internet was just, you know, it was going from you know pure internet, you had an internet connection, and there was really no web. You know, you had Gopher. You know, was the uh, it was the only kind of graphic type of a protocol, but even when the, when the web came about and people would start to put up websites, you had the purists that were complaining that oh, you put a graphic on that web page instead of just text links, and that's a colossal waste of bandwidth. Fine, but and there's a difference. You're misusing that doesn't persist forever. Is CryptoKitties? Well, no, I'm not saying what persists crypto, forever. That's it, a whole different argument. Is CryptoKitties an attack on Ethereum? I would hope so. So why, why, why isn't counterparty <laughs> no, an attack I, on Bitcoin? Well, when you say it's an attack on you, Ethereum... You, you understand that like you're, you're talking to two people who like counterparty, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I, I love counterparty. I like I like that it's an attack because like... Well, I mean, I, I, I like mean, to think of it like I do agree that... I don't think attack is the correct word is all I'm saying. Well, what would you propose? Well, I mean, if you if you wanted to quantify counterparty, it, it's a it's an alternative use case of Bitcoin transactions. Uh, I, I, I think it's a legitimate use. It's it's no different, for example... Well, it's, it's legitimate only insofar as it can be done. Like, well, I, I agree it's legitimate. 
I mean, for so example, spamming the blockchain. It's a legitimate transaction. No one can tell you not to do that. Well, I mean, do you think spamming the blockchain has the same intent as... Don't care. Well, so, I mean, obviously... The intention doesn't matter. Like, that's, that's the thing. The intention as to whether something's an attack or not, the intention of the attacker doesn't matter. It's the same as, like, running scams. Is this a Ponzi? Yes. Did you, did you know that when you started? No. Well, I guess that makes it not a Ponzi. It's like, it's like Tesla. I heard, a great, I heard a great comment this week about Tesla. It's, they said, either Tesla's a Ponzi scheme or it's not, which I think is really true. Because, like, you know, like, you have these, you have these businesses, the people running things in a way they're taking money. They're, like, basically giving, you know, uh, they're ingratiating themselves with that like money. like an ICO. Or, sure. Tesla. And, and, like, you don't know if they're going to curse splat into the ground before they run out of that money. And if it, in fact, is going to look a lot like a Ponzi scheme at the end, um, or if they're going to lift themselves up and actually make a profit later on. So, like, the intention doesn't always matter. Even though Elon Musk may have set out to run a real company, um, it may end up being that he ran something almost exactly like a Ponzi. Well, I mean, there's a difference between uh, accidental and intentional. I mean, uh, in everything. Intentional scammers are rare. (laughs) Well, look, if you... Your, Your neighbor does an MLM. They're not scamming people on purpose. Okay, it, th- there's there's a difference between, uh, let's say, well, I'm trying to think of the 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 term for it, uh, but th- there's a there's a type of like manslaughter or you know where where it's unintentional, but it results in a homicide. Yeah. Versus someone who commits premeditated murder, and and, and, and murder they, one or murder two. Well, I mean they well, I'm saying premeditated murder. I mean it's it's a whole different charge. And it's a whole different penalty. We'll tell that to the blockchain. So they discern between those. Well, they, you, you can't mitigate that I, on the that's blockchain. All, the blockchain. I'm not saying about mitigating. It. It's also, it's I'm also only describing that. But the there's intent a difference. doesn't matter. Well, in an attack, like Dante, if you like, well, I was just, I was just acting. Like it, it's, it, it, I'm not going to an- analogize it. Like the intent doesn't matter. The, what matters is the effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so then, let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say, like an attack is like anything that I don't know affects. Bitcoin to making it what maybe more centralized or something, which you could say any transaction has the potential to increase the cost of of, of the entire network or something, and and it, it, that might lead towards centralization. But part of Bitcoin is mitigating those types of things so that it, it retains that decentralized aspect to it. And when you say that counterparty is an attack, it it increases whatever that cost is. Maybe even you could argue more substantially than just a normal Bitcoin transaction. In addition to a host of other things and it's bitcoin's job to figure out if it does become more and more of a problem how to deal with that because bitcoin wants to increase its decentralization i mean i i i see it as like a positive uh, i think it's fine because it like it doesn't bother so if, 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 if counterparty really, what i'm arguing or, or or any type of meta protocols are right i i'm arguing that it's fine so i don't know how well, we could be on the same page. You're arguing that the the love the word attack is mean. Well, <laughs> I, I think that no. I, I, I think I think the word attack connotes that the intent that is so you're saying that the byproduct is the same if it's a, a an intentional okay, okay, we'll attack. Call it accidentally Hitlerian. Well, I mean, this is it's a really it's, weird conversation because it's like you're trying to define like like the intent of like I, there might things be, there affecting might, Bitcoin. Like, there might be a word that like you could use that's better than attack, but attack is the best word I've found. So like it, it looks like an attack. Like, <laughs> so then, so then, buy, buying a cup of coffee on with Bitcoin that's an attack as well. It could be like that's um, one reason. But well, the, the way we mitigate, but the way we mitigate that, we can all attack it with like like 
a certain amount. So like the way you mitigate that, by the way, Dante, the, the reason the reason that people don't buy uh, um, coffee with Bitcoin is because it's too expensive. So Lightning Network removes mm-hmm. that attack vector because now you can spend on Bitcoin in a way that like makes a stupidly small transaction, a microtransaction, right. not an attack. So 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 the moral of the story is well, all can, all Bitcoin transactions that <clears throat> are just normal spends. They can be done on Lightning Network, and the ones that, that, that are like directly that to the, the chain. That isn't the moral. No, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to finish the moral. Okay. The, and the ones that are done directly on chain would be the counterparty transactions. Problem solved. That wah, does, wah, no, wah. that does not solve the problem <laughs> at all. That, like, that doesn't that doesn't mitigate that doesn't mitigate the effect of counterparty on on the Bitcoin network. Of course not. But the, all the other transactions are being done on Lightning, right? No, some, oh, I'm, some I'm, can. Come be, on, I'm, like, I'm being, I'm being I, very I'm not, facetious. I, but I, I don't understand. Know. I don't understand the the, the point. Like, because like, like, yes, like a a coffee a coffee transaction may not be the best way to use Bitcoin proper. But like, and in, that's in a up world, to the person, right? It sure is. That's the same as you, because it's doing a counterparty data. transaction. It, it's it's a little different, and, and Why? Well, because most people don't actually buy coffee on. It's not a very effective attack. Well, I don't know. Because there are nobody, there's nobody using it for that. Because you, you, to to buy a cup of coffee, you most of Bitcoin's history would have spent a large portion of that money on the transaction fee. So, like people are going to use generally for the most part uh, cash to buy coffee. And when Lightning transaction sort of happens, there's there's now a way to like mitigate small transaction types, okay. which is cool. That's that's a really so the question I have for you of Lightning. Are, are you of the mind that I'm not of counterparty transactions? On Bitcoin, is that in your mind? Is it a problem or is it not a problem? It's probably a problem, um, but it it's a problem I like because it's going to force some innovation. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and, and what percentage? Do you know the numbers, the stats on the counterparty transactions? What percentage are of Bitcoin? Yes. Oh, I don't know. It might be two percent. I don't know either, it, it but might, I mean, I, do, I know who don't. I know who knows. Though. We can ask Dan. I'm, I'm Dan, sure, I'm sure Dan, Dan drop lister. We'll know. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, it, he's developing some. Have you seen some of the stuff he's building? Nope. Uh, I'm sure it's very cool. Ama- yeah. Well, a, a lot of it gets into the stats. I don't remember off the top of my head which website or if it's released yet, but um, just inc- some incredible data crunching mm-hmm. that this guy's doing. It's nuts. Yeah, well, I know he's doing, he's been doing a lot of interesting data and mm-hmm. different projects and stuff. There's yeah. also been a lot of like. There's been a lot of like new projects on Counterparty, which is good. Or I mean, I like I but, like that there's more projects. By, by the way, Dante, this article on Medium essentially is asserting that all of the extra Ethereum contra, uh, transactions that are happening, like the the entire blockchain essentially being tokenization rather than the Ethereum itself, is causing a lot of the problems that Ethereum is having. Well, they're, they're dealing with CryptoKitties, Pepe, Shrimp, and like all these other new projects are like and, really yeah, like every single so like. You, if you want to know why counterparty is a problem, just look at Ethereum. Now, the, the the Bitcoin's very lucky, I think, to have avoided the ICO craze. Um, in some ways, the ICOs who didn't discover counterparty, while that would have been wonderful for everyone holding counterparty, mm-hmm. I think it probably has mitigated a lot of the possible like problems that counterparty would have caused on Bitcoin. You mm-hmm. shouldn't have told people that they can do ICOs on <laughs> counterparty. <laughs> no, I mean we, we take it back. We should edit this episode. Yeah, take right. that out. Yeah. But that but 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 like that's that's a good point. Nobody like, listens, was, so was, it, matter. was the past year like <laughs> right. uh you know it was was that preventing too much too quick on 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 Bitcoin because like in a different world all of this ICO craze could have easily happened on a different platform could have been counterparty. Yeah. And then like now you're forcing like the Bitcoin devs like if that did 
you know, it is a, in the context of it is a growing problem. Now it's like, oh fuck, we we gotta we gotta figure out what the hell to do. Maybe here. maybe these and the ICO easy answer might be to like get rid of but Yeah, maybe these like, ICO guys are like super geniuses though, because maybe the reason they built it on Ethereum is knowing that they would explode the network and like their crime won't be their fault. Disappear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. It'll destroy all the evidence. So I, I did a tweet this week. I, like as a lot of people have asked me over the last probably year. Um, what my predictions are for Ethereum, because I think everyone thought that I thought Ethereum would explode on, like, day one, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't, but it doesn't really matter. Like, I think the best metaphor that I've ever been able to come up with when it comes to blockchains is blockchains are like the challenger. They are rockets. They go up, up, up until they don't. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're heading towards the moon. Everything looks good. <laughs> And now, they don't they don't come down like SpaceX. No. They don't like, <laughs> you know, retro rockets. No, they don't. But here's the thing, like we we've never like there's there's not been very many examples of the of the like atmospheric explosion. Mm-hmm. Um you have very few. For those uh who've been here a while, you might remember Coiled Coin, which uh Luke Dash Jr., fifty one percented. Um and there's, you know, uh, well, Bitcoin, coin, gold just had, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Gold then, just had well, that's a what, small That's what I was going to lead into, okay. is yep. that Bitcoin mm-hmm. Gold has just had a 51% attack. So we yep. have, like, which, which is hilarious. But what's going to happen? Because, like, in, a, lot of, a lot of Bitcoiners are going to say, like, Bitcoin isn't 51% attacked. Bitcoin was not 51% attacked. There was a mining group. A, who achieved who 51% achieved, of the... Well, who achieved something like 50% of the hash rate. And the instant that happened, everyone started pulling out. Was that a uh, Sexio? I don't. Sex, C- was C- it CEX.io? CEX, yeah. I remember this because I was at the dentist. And I remember like Andreas is like remember like posting every like three our minutes Bitcoin on was all about like, like centralization happening. It's, it's gonna done. die. <laughs> They're at forty five, forty percent, forty five percent, fifty percent, and then like everybody freaked out, and then like the number just dropped because everybody pulled out of it. Yeah. Room. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I was telling you, like, if it's not your, if it's not your hash power, uh, it's it's not your attack to, to perform. Like, it's if it's not your machine, it's not your hash power. Yeah. So, like, real real simple. Like, anybody who was worried about sex.io actually doing something about like having that much of the network, fine. You can you can have that uh, fear, but everyone in that in that pool just pulled their hash power because you know what? It wasn't sex.io's hash power. Mm-hmm. Which I think was an important lesson of that like time. <laughs> I have to call it sex.io because I, like I saw it all the time. Like who the fuck is mining with sex.io? And then all of a sudden, they're like fifty-one percent of the network. <laughs> <laughs> Sexio. I, had ne- I never thought of it as, as sex. really. Yeah, it's like never, CEX. That's really funny. Yeah, it's like sex.io. Interesting. It is, and yeah. that was my that was my first scam. Yeah, they, 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 they weren't really they, they sold cloud they, mine. Well, they sold cloud. They sold cloud mining did contracts. They? Oh yeah, that's how I heard about it. Oh, I was like, why? Why is my cloud mining contract company doing mining? I didn't know that. Or I mean, well, you did know that. It makes sense. The, the like, better thing to do, I think, in mining is just to not tell anybody you exist. Yeah, just don't like. I, eh. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know who we are. Well, all, well, after it's that, such a, it's such a funny courtesy to me that like all the miners sign their blocks. It's it's funny. <laughs> it's I, funny because I think I think that there is something to say like that probably is like what I don't know the Nash equilibrium or like the game theoretical like thing to do mm-hmm. uh, to sign your blocks selectively like the ones that you want people to know about um, just to just to keep the network in check and to be able like it's sort of like this mutual destruction thing like you get to see what everyone else is mining. You get to see what everybody else, like who, you know, all the other people um, and, and all, like all the other people that are, are mining blocks also to see like kind of how much power they have. Right. Um, so, but yeah, like I, I, I'm amazed that that's, that is a thing that came out as a signing those blocks. 
actually the thing that they all do religiously. Yeah, it's like a vanity thing. But like, I wonder. It's not though. I think that that's. I think that's what they have to do. You say it's it, they. I think for, the miners for, themselves, from find their an perspective, advantage actually. That's what you're saying. Yeah, there's, there's an advantage there. Or is it that they've obfuscated like that that process and like they're actually like? Well, they could also be lying, right? right? Yeah, but absolutely. when you say they but, have, an, there's an advantage. But you could argue because that because you're there, like advertising. I don't think Come they join our pool. Is that think, what it is? I don't think that's what's it. the think, advantage. I think that it keeps everyone in check. Like you want to know that your competitors are also not like cheating, and are not like occupying fifty one percent of the network for whatever reason. It's I, I don't know why it arose. I don't know how it arose, but for some reason, everybody signs it in an industry where they are completely concerned with every byte of data. Mm. Yeah, so they're attacking the network. I, I think I think that you're <laughs> with your a, with you know the argument you made earlier. I, I don't think that I don't think that you understand the argument if you think it's as simplistic as like adding a little extra data is like an attack on the network. I think it's it's a it's a much more nuanced argument than that. Um, but like I think I, I do think that like uh, transactions that are not like Bitcoin transactions, I think that it's very easy to define those as attacks. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I when you say I don't understand the argument, I don't agree with the argument. Therefore. You could you could say that's equivalent to but you just did a not re- understanding. You just, no, you just did a reductio ad absurdum with it. Right? I, I like know that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, so like, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, you um, know, I'm just throwing it back. You know, throwing yeah, it back. Okay. I'm not making that argument. Okay, um, so <laughs> anyhow, the, I'm showing you what it looks like. Right. So <laughs> has, uh, you got to know my sense of humor. <laughs> but that, that okay. So like the sorry the uh, the article I think is is really interesting though. Like in in particular with regard to that. Um, but like Ethereum, I think is a mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there have been issues. Well, there's this article going on. There's these new projects that are increasing the load. It's getting more. It's getting more of a mess. There's literal like uh, like block explorers and other Ethereum services that are having um, issues. And this is one of the things the article that uh, the article talked about. And then there was a, there was a guy that wrote an, like an ant, like a, an Ethereum person that was like, well, let me let me counter, counter the article. Yeah. Well, he the core points he agreed with. Which yeah. is that Ethereum's in a <laughs> fucked position. What he disagreed with was like some of the extent and like maybe some things were like not interpreted correctly. But like like Ethereum isn't like a lot of these services aren't showing certain data because the data is like really low. Problematic. And like well, they're, they're, Ethereum is showing like fifteen thousand nodes. If you go to like a lot of these uh sort of node tracking sites, mm-hmm. which I don't believe. There's no way that there's like 15,000 nodes that are like busy validating the network. I don't believe that. What do you think is happening? I How think, do you explain that? Well, I, I, he says in his article, and this, this was like, oh, that explains that number, um, that they're including everything as a node. So like, like every sort of light client, everyone. Right. They're including all of the, the, like the, the, the light one, yeah, um, which like – because the, the other component of this is that, like, they're, they're talking about sharding and stuff. And, like, what <laughs> is, is sharding is one of the things that they're thinking that this everyone, is going to How does everyone it? not laugh their fucking heads off every <laughs> time hilarious. someone says shard? I don't get it. Well, like, because it's well, so fucking funny. <laughs> let me tell you. you know, eat it's the, a kid's joke, but, eat, like, eat fuck the, yeah. Eat the wrong turtle soup. And you'll shard. And you'll know what sharding is. That's how Dante kept people out of his button prison. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a good anti rape mechanism. Don't Jesus touch Christ. my turtle. Don't touch my turtle. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, anyhow. Go on, Sean. <laughs> I love that meme. You know, you know the meme with the guy. I, I like Toto's. That uh, one? 
No, no, no. Somebody, I, I guess it's in a shower, and I don't know what happens, but oh, I think I bends over. He bends over to sneeze, and then something. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, they flash like some other guy. You know, it's always happening to you, Dante. Is no, no, no. You know who does? You know, you know. No, this, no, this no. This is my experience. He no. sharted. <laughs> no, but uh, but you know who posts that all the time is Talon. He always posts that uh, particular meme. <laughs> He's really, like really in love with that meme. So I, I just it, it makes it, it kind of like makes me laugh and it grosses me out. It makes me like go to a, a different chat, scroll the page. I can't wait. I can't or just wait delete the image. Th- th- I'm gonna definitely do that. The instant that the like they announced sharding, that's gonna be my first comment to Vitalik. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But um, you know, there's there's been a few things here and there that I've seen where like uh, they brought up some of these Ethereum problems in uh, some of this like in the subreddit or whatever, and like Vitalik will respond to some answers, but then they bring up other points that he's like. I don't know, ignore it. Like I, I don't know. Like he's he he he's wearing the face of like yeah, there's problems, but like I have the answer. And then there's like, we, we'll but the problems are like there's, yeah. there's a lot of it's causing it's causing a lot of complications and shit. And like I don't know, I haven't I haven't read everything. Um, and I don't you know I I, I really don't know. Well, this is what happens. Details, I think when you when you develop and don't actually take like into consideration the problems that you're actually going to encounter mm-hmm. and or are encountering. And the thing with, with, with Ethereum is that it's encountering 3,500 problems all at once. Mm-hmm. It's not encountering, like, one problem. So, like, how do you fix it? You have to fix all those problems. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin encounters a lot of problems, but, like, we iterate. Like, it, it, it develops. It's, it's, the goal is to make it more robust. I think the core devs have done a good job of, like, basically making sure that it doesn't grow too big mm-hmm. uh, before a lot of those problems are solved <laughs> and, and just kind of iterating as we go along. So, I mean, I think that there's going to be, like, I think a lot of people disagree. Well, th- I think Paul Sports would be one of those people because he thinks that like drive train chain ought to be implemented right now. Um, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't know that I disagree with them. I think that they should probably, unless unless the core devs like see problems with what he's proposing, I think they should probably add that like at at his uh, desired what opcodes and whatnot. Um, do, you, do you disagree? I don't think you like. I don't think you like the drive chains project. <sighs> well, listen, would it would it be easier to get that implemented if? It were just implemented on a different blockchain. Drive chains? Yeah. Could he get it implemented? Almost certainly he could. Okay. Yeah. So why not just go ahead and let a different blockchain have it first? I, I think that I think that Paul is working on that with yeah, other. I, I think it would, it would be fine, and if it serves as a model saying, "Hey, you know, it's not a, a bad thing, or it's a terrible thing, whatever it is," and uh, it, it serves as a you know an example possibly and. Maybe then, if they decide it would be useful to have, then that could happen. But I'm not. Um, it needs to be a Litecoin implementation, because like all these all these projects have been having like significant. Like this past week was hilarious because it wasn't just Ethereum, but like this Bitcoin Gold shit, which oh, yeah. is funny. <laughs> but Bitcoin Cash has been having a lot of issues too. Uh, like they upgraded their 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 like the 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 software did and it like it like broke compatibility with previous versions. Speaking of it, was, it was a big fuck up. Did you see Craig like Wright? Did you see Craig Wright? Oh yeah. Oh. What? Yo. Did you see? <laughs> yeah, he got he got kicked out. They okay, escorted so him out. There's a couple things well, that happened. Funny, what's funny to me is that like, he was okay. He was talking. And uh, and and the Bitcoin, uh, the guy who's talking in the video is the Bitcoin Gold guy. Yeah, uh, J- you know Jack uh, Jack Lau. Yeah. Oh, uh, is his oh name. that's the Bitcoin gold. That, he oh, was speaking. So he's speaking. And, and, and then yeah. Craig Wright, um, I think. He oh, you're going to do this in Chinese, him. huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. He he objected to the fact that Dude, he was speaking in his native language I, I, in I, his native country. I have to say, I, okay, so I've been thinking about this. We need, first of all, I think we need a fake Toshi nomination. 
every few years. Mm-hmm. I think we need to, well, maybe even every year. There need to be nominations for Fake Toshi. Uh, you need to have like a campaign thing. That the person doesn't have to know they're campaigning for it, but like you know, videos like why this person should be Fake Toshi. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think Craig Wright. Um, well, I used to think that Doreen Nakamoto was the best fake Toshi because he was, like, benevolent and wonderful. Craig Wright offers so much more comic gold. Oh, yeah. Like, did you see him at... <laughs> was it like Rwanda, and, he, and he's campaigning Rwanda? for himself. Yeah. So he's uh, he's putting a lot of energy in this whole thing. Right. He has mined... He has done the most POW for to become fake Toshi. He, yeah. And, I mean, did you see the... I think it was Rwanda. Uh, 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 there yeah. Rwanda. <laughs> he he said to them, I have more money than your entire country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a goddamn caricature of like a, a of like a con man. Yeah, it's hilarious. I have more money than your whole country. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's it, fucking funny. It's hilarious. Like, so much to write a book like when a when a scammer gets money. Yeah. Because like like that that's what that looks like. I think that what happened is he may have actually been an early miner. He may have been, yeah. and he may actually have some money as a result of it. And like he he's trying to ride this like Satoshi bandwagon thing, and I don't think he knows <laughs> what to do. Hmm. I, I want him to be Satoshi. That's that's the thing, I do. <laughs> because Ultimately. he's so he's so not like Satoshi. It's just exactly <laughs> the right. He's the right Satoshi because like if everybody if everybody it, like I think I've said this before. I don't know if on this show, but like if Craig Wright were actually shown to be for real, one hundred percent Satoshi, then everybody would be like, oh, I guess even idiots can sometimes come up with amazing ideas. Yeah. <laughs> you you said that when you were talking to Paul and Daniel, I think. Uh, I, yeah, it's it's just that, true. Yeah. Like I want that. Like like oh. <laughs> I guess even even idiots like there's no reason to oracleize anybody. Right. Even an idiot can sometimes come up with the greatest idea in the world because he's like really he loves gambling or did, something like did that. You, did you did mm. you watch the video where he, this happened? Yeah. Did you see him get escorted out yeah, by yeah, like three yeah. security uh, he, people? He has a, One huge him? dude. Oh me. Him? Oh me. Oh yeah. Who do you want? Him or me? And no one like, says anything. <laughs> and then they yeah. and then the, the three security guys come in. And they put their hands on him, actually. Dude, the guy's comedy gold. He's just absolutely wonderful. We need to keep Craig Wright around. Um, and yeah. I, I would nominate him for this year's Fake Toshi uh, Award. Oh, yeah. and that's what Jack Lau Again. said. He, he called him well, Fake that's, Toshi that's what I'm on the way out. Is. Fake Toshi! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the right name, Fake Toshi. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, so like, I, think that's, I think that's what we have to do. I think well, there has to be like he, a nomination he, council. He needs to be nominated. He needs to win. Um... I'm guessing the next event is that some big newspaper is going to come out with another article of like, about who, finding Satoshi. Right. Although maybe like maybe happen- they're all satisfied. I, th- I, I feel like, like we're we I feel like we're due for right. that. Yeah, maybe that's maybe we that's are it. due for it. Someone's yeah. got to do it. <laughs> it has to be the, the weirdest. Like they find all these weird connections that like it, like make it seem like maybe this is like a what, whatever happens. <laughs> they continually find nutters to be <laughs> fake Toshi. Yeah, and like Dorian was wonderful because like he was the right kind of nutter. Like yeah. trading a sandwich for an interview. Like, <laughs> like come on, like that's. I like. He was very likable, though. He's yeah. incredibly likable. Very likable guy. He's just an old grandpa. Like he's just like he's, I play with my trains. Yeah. I'll give you a sandwich. You can be an interview. Done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like taking bids. Hundred thousand dollars. No. Million dollars. No. Sandwich. Done. Yep. You know the genius. The genius of uh, Dorian is that fucking picture. Well, no. The genius of him is that he really, <laughs> he really is Satoshi. And he threw everyone off the trail. Like, no one suspects him anymore. The first time, so the the first first time, time I met <laughs> Junseth was the day that happened. Oh. And I laughed so hard because that's what Junseth... You sharded. He, he, I sharded. Well, he definitely sharded his he, he was. He went into this whole thing about that is it is Satoshi, and he's just crazy, and he's just throwing everybody off. And it, and right. It, and it's, it's that ridiculous. So you did. You knew it, it too. Of course. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I forgot I want, about that. I want Dorian Nakamoto to actually be Satoshi more than I want anybody else to be yeah. Satoshi. Because, like, 
He's just... If he's Satoshi... Like, here's the thing. They're both perfect Satoshis. Like, if Craig Wright is Satoshi, everyone learns a lesson that even an idiot can come up with a good idea every once in a while. If Dorian Nakamoto Satoshi then, like, ev- everyone can like him. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? And, like, there's... Nobody has to be... Je- like, no one will be jealous of Dorian Nakamoto having $4 billion living in his basement and playing with choo-choo trains. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. What, what, what else do you like, think he, he's Satoshi's another, like, doing? Well, I guess he, like... What, what, yeah. and, and, like, they'll go through his house, like, what did you do to your house? Well, it's a small house. It's a 1,000 square feet. I, I, I marble... I put marble floors in. And I bought a hot tub. Mm-hmm. Well, what about with the other, like, six six... Trillion, trillion dollars, dollars that you now have. <laughs> I, I just keep it in that account. I, I hired an armed guard because, you know, people want to kill me, I guess. I've been told. Uh, and and I, I, I hired Andreas Antonopoulos to wear his underwear and fan me with a, with a palm branch. But that's it. That's <laughs> the only things I've done. How interesting. <laughs> How interesting will it be if we find out, like, many, many, many years from now, you know, the, the company... Like you know, some big insurance company, Lloyd's of London, or whatever it is, who has they're the ones that been lending. They no, they've been lending against the balance in some of those addresses. Yeah, that'd be great. You know what I mean? That'd be amazing. So yeah, the money doesn't have to move, but you know, it's it's all contractual. I I, I think that that's exactly how I would do it if I were Satoshi. That's how I, mean, I would I think do it that's too. Craig Wright did to the, the uh, Australian tax authorities. Right. Um, <laughs> so you had, you had that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Because like that that might be why he he's been trying to make everybody believe he's Satoshi. I think which uh, is really it, funny and hilarious. And <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would. Be, I just think it would be really funny for people like Andreas who like taught Dorian Nakamoto how to use like a hardware wallet. Like think of, like, oh, and he's actually Satoshi. Like yeah. you fucking asshole. The, the, the other thing too <laughs> like, about that I is I taught you how to yeah. use a Trezor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it also makes him a great. <laughs> it also makes Kerner a, a great fake Satoshi if he can, uh, if he can get away with that scam against the bank. Yeah, he's the choo choo Satoshi. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Like, would it, like, it would be great if that were true, though. Like, if they have been, in fact, like I, I would think that a bank would lend against that money, especially now. Um, and it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think it'd be very interesting to basically have and your entire wealth in loans. And they asked him to validate the, the signature, and he, and he tried to pull it off back, back when and he, he did And he did exactly thing. what he did to Gavin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was, to me, I mean, that that's a very embarrassing scenario. Which one? The Gavin thing? Yeah. I, I think it was for Gavin, too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't so sad. <laughs> Unlike a lot of Bitcoiners, like I, I really do like Gavin. I have a lot of respect for him. Um, I think that he's contributed a lot to Bitcoin. I think that he really did an amazing job of kind of guiding it through its initial years. You can have your opinions about like you know his politics or whatever you want, but like it's hard to not at least give him the credit he deserves. Yeah, I mean, from he, those early days, he was. I mean, he he added a lot of value. He was he was really you know he was somebody that was that did a lot for it. For, for for those years, yeah, and I think, he, just still, I think like, he still does. I don't think that. Yeah, I think that what I like about Gavin is that while he did that and that was stupid, I think he's largely taken a fairly quiet backseat to Bitcoin and Bitcoin development and such, mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of let the politics played out. I think that he made some mistakes with like uh, you know jumping on the Mike Hearn bandwagon mm-hmm. and promoting like these other implementations, but I don't think I I I, I don't think that he was trying to be malicious in that. Right, and he did like even early, even before all of that started, he was like, "I'm I'm stepping down as maintainer," and right? He, and he gave the key to Vladimir. So right, like, and I do think he's been a little bit of a little bitchy when it comes to things like complaining about like losing Git access and stuff like that over the years. Um, but like that's fine, whatever. Like I think I think it's probably hard to give up a project 
that you were the maintainer of and, and, and the executor of for like that long and that really you're responsible for having gotten it where it was um, in terms of leadership and such. So like that, that's not easy. Like y- you've owned a business, you know what that's like, Dante. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Giving shit up that like you you previously were responsible for. Yep, yep. No, I mean, I, I mean, look, you you can't take a binary position, you know, with him, and 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 to you know being fair, you know. Right. Uh, so he's done, I, he's done I, some I can, stupid shit, but like he's a human, you know. Like I, yeah. I don't know what to like. <laughs> now the the on, on the flip side of that coin, he's also humble, by the way. Like I don't think he I don't think he stayed on the position of like I absolutely think that Craig Wright is Satoshi for very long. Like he 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 was he very quickly said like I could have been fooled. Yeah. So and that's I, that's reasonably very humble. reasonable. And and like whereas other people have done the opposite. They've like tripled down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I was I was gonna make a comment about Ro- Roger Veer in that in this. You can make the comment no, still, like if you whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you are, are you on the are you in the I hate Roger Beer train or I, I, you, get, well you tell me you saw when we were at a conference and he was like you know the star of the circle you know with everyone talking well I don't know if you remember this or not but I my whole attitude with him was like fuck off you know I mean, yeah, I, I, don't so think he was, I, I, remember, I remember that very well. I don't think he was the star of the, the circle. Well, I mean, he thought he was anyway. He was trying to I think some people do, in that dominate. circle thought he was. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that Absolutely. Bo- that bothered me because I was trying to have a, like, a conversation with him, and then like some people dominated the conversation in a way that was like, very unhelpful. Yeah, and he, and he made sure, you know, oh, don't you know who I you, you know, well, well, I, I am. And he announces himself in some kind of a weird way. Like, and I'm like, meh, yeah, so what? Who cares? You know, I, I think so. you're conflating two because the one that I've, I well, mean, I, I know it was Roger in the lobby. Well, it was in the yeah, yeah, yeah. with those big, big chairs and uh-huh. in the, yeah. But anyway, I re- my, maybe I remember it a little more clearly or or less clearly. Could be. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're right because there was a whole lot of that conversation that I was just yeah n- not super interested. I I didn't have one of the seats. So I was standing behind. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that, doesn't I, matter. I remember. I remember that too. Like, I mean, one of the things that really bothered me about that conversation in particular, like I've had tons of conversations with Roger over the years. Um, that one in particular, it seemed like uh, it seemed like it was a profitable conversation to have, and then there were a number of people in the conversation that like were there to like be close to Roger, mm. which really just pissed me off. It was like, that guys, was the impression I got. Yeah, yeah. It was like guys, like uh, like I, I, like in my goal there was to actually have a conversation with. Roger, but like some of the stuff, like it was in the middle of like Bitcoin Unlimited and stuff like that. Um, so like you know, just just kind of trying to like draw out of him what it is that he really like was thinking and why he was doing it, motivations, etc. And uh, I mean, I I have a lot of I, I have a lot of frustrations with Roger Beer, but I, I have a lot of difficulty. Um, it, it, he's kind of the same Gavin dilemma because he's 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 also been around a long time and he did a lot for Bitcoin in his early years. Mm. He's not done a lot recently. He's he's done a lot to like hurt he's, Bitcoin recently. He's done, I yeah. I mean, so it, let's put it this way: if anything that he may have done <clears throat> that somehow was good for Bitcoin, he's negated all of that and then some. I don't think so. Uh, I don't and, and the reason is like, like here's the thing, Dante. Like when the libertarians showed up to Bitcoin, which was weirdly late, um, they they all did what libertarians do, which is that they saw that they weren't in power and they decided to try to take it because that's what libertarians do. They like they they get mad that other people are in power, they complain about it, and they say that everyone else is corrupt. And then what do they do? They build their own corrupt government. They always do this. Yeah, I can see um, that. The and, conservative and, SJW. I mean, it's, just, it's true. I mean, it's just 
Yeah. It, it's just, I mean, it's it's like it's it's not that different. Uh, so libertarians bother me for that reason. Like they they love being in power and they hate other people being in power and they're conspiracists about everybody else and they're never they're never willing to self reflect about how they themselves have the capacity to become exactly the thing they hate. And they always become the, the thing they hate, always. And they become fractionalized and fractu- fractious as a group. So, like, for example, like, you have the, the RBTC. Um, they're all on the Bitcoin Cash train. At some point, Roger Veer is going to be the enemy, and they're going to have Bitcoin Cash Cash or something like that. They're going to be fractious. They're, like, fractious people are fractious. Mm-hmm. So they have to have an enemy like that. And unless Roger Veer aligns with them 100%, until something controversial happens, they're going to sit on this train, and then at some point they're going to fork it. They're going to make their own train. That'll be good. It'll be funny. Yeah, it'll but be like, hysterical. It, 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 will be an endless, it will be an endless set of forks because they are fractious people. They're people that like to right, be right, right, right. in power. It fascinates me that like communities have a certain ethos about them. Yeah. And like, you know that like that ethos is... That it's going to influence their decisions going forward. It has to. They, they, here's the thing: they set a precedent. They know that they can fork. This is the problem with like the DAO. Like you know that they can reverse, sort, like sort of like do these like whatever they want to call it, atomic reversals, wherever the fuck it's called, mm-hmm. um, where they can they can basically like make certain uh, what do they call them op strings or whatever in Ethereum uh, invalid, right? So fine. Um, a counterparty could do that incidentally too, which I kind of think is cool. But like you could do that in Ethereum as the whole chain. So we know that. So now we have a precedent. So what is it that every time like people lose a lot of money, there's the question, are we going to roll things back? Yeah, there was that question when uh, he, there was a project that his dad was involved with. Right. Uh, I, I forget the name was of that the, the project. Parody? Was that the parody hack? I don't know. But that, um, uh, th- oh, oh, they mean the hack that occurred? Yeah, the, the par- uh, yeah well, the, I don't the, 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 the sure hack. Was, Sorry, the parody it was, uh, uh, accidental one exploit. Of the, one of the it wasn't a hack because the guy's intention wasn't to hack yeah. it, Dante. No, <laughs> it was a uh, right. right. <laughs> his dad had a project on it. Gavin, Gavin, Gavin Wood. Was it the taxi parody. one or whatever? It's like poke, poke. I don't know. No, no, it was poke. It was something else. Um, but no, I mean, like it, uh, like these things that happen have a huge influence in what might happen in the future. Which sounds very obvious, but like, like even with Bitcoin. Like you have the most well, conservative, you have the most like. Hold on, like like everything that has been considered is the like very. Well, you have the orthodox, right? It is like Bitcoin is the orthodox church in a, in a way, like where like you have this sort of like orthodoxy that says like this is how we do it, this is the tradition, blah blah blah, and then you have the heterodox, and uh, and you know these are the other the other coins, um, in some ways, the, and and like you can, I think that you have to like look at the intent of the heterodoxy in Bitcoin, um. And I, I think that that is, you know, it, it's just it's just anti-orthodox. Like, and and I think that I think that honestly, like in in some cases, uh, the orthodox position is the one that ends up winning. In some cases, the heterodox position is the one that wins. And I'm curious as to what's going to win in blockchain because I would like for it to be the orthodox position. I think it's the reasonable scientific position. Mm-hmm. But like, who knows? Maybe marketing wins the day. That was Paul's point. Like when I was talking to him. Was that like look at Dash? They have their blockchain literally pays for advertising, mm-hmm. and they're like advertising on JetBlue. Yeah, like is that is that an efficiency? I wouldn't have thought it was, um, but yet they keep growing. No comment. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, I, I don't. I don't know how to assess. I mean, specifically Dash, and then generally, like if I mean, yeah, but is that is it just kind of part of? Like these, or I mean, Dash happens to be 
like a very like we are we are full on doing like the centralized marketing thing. I mean, like yeah. they're, they're very much like. Well, it's decentralized because they vote on it, right? Well, they, well, they but like, but like, like you don't see a th- JetBlue like th- works th- for the Dash blockchain. Like it was never an Ethereum's ethos to like advertise on like JetBlue. Like that, that's so funny. That's hilariously heinous. But like Dash is definitely going down that road because they're just like, we'll just do. Well, do you know who I saw do do a Dash advertisement recently? Was that Ben Swan guy? Oh, really? Yeah. Do you remember Ben Swan? Yeah, I know who. So he Ben is. Swan during like the Ron Paul rise was like mm-hmm. documenting a lot of the like uh, weird shit that was going on. In a lot of these, like... Uh, it's like a YouTube uh, channel star kind he of He is guy. now, but like it used to, he was a local TV news who like rocketed yeah. to fame when he did some Ron Paul-based reporting. He was, he was reporting on the primaries mm. and showing that like people that were like going to primaries, casting their vote for like Mitt Romney. Was it Mitt Romney that year? Um, <laughs> I don't... Re- yeah, maybe. Um, but the, the, the party was essentially disenfranchising a lot of the Ron Paul voters. Mm-hmm. That, was, right. that was his like, you know, rocketing to fame. And he did a good job with it. Since then, Wait, he's done are a bunch we talking about... Um, let me see what election would that be. Was it 2008? Would that be? Yeah, I think so. So that was the one where, it, it, you know, inevitably uh, Obama won. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was very, very uh, Ron Paul. That was a big push so for he, Ron he Paul. So he does then. a few of these every year. I mean, like, most of his don't go viral, but a few of his go viral. So, like, I noticed recently, like, something he did uh, ended up, I don't remember where it was, but, like, I watched it. It was about the white helmets in like Libya, I think it is. Okay. And then at the end, he does a whole thing on, on Dash. He's like, if you support me, don't go, don't, don't support me on Patreon. Consider giving me Dash. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Because Dash is supporting reporting. Supporting reporting. Yeah. Nice. That's interesting. Yeah. So, like, I was, I was, it's, it's, they're, they're really going out of their way to like, they're really like, they're, the marketing that they're doing, <clears throat> thing. they're really doing like the marketing to like, People like that, influencers, and getting them to say like you should, you should, you should support me by donating, dude. Because like I, the alternatives of Patreon are like a Bitcoin address, but like he's obviously getting like paid by Dash, right? I <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. You couldn't have done that. What no, just happened was Dante threw a bag of something to to Junseth, and Junseth went to catch it, and, it, and he hit it, and it went up behind the television on the wall. That was great, and stayed there. Yeah. Amazing. Um, is this what is it? A grass-fed beef, uh, garlic, ultimate beef snacks. There, uh, Did you get this at Walmart? Where'd you get they're this? They're like jerky, beef jerky. It's like jerky, or it is. It jerky? is jerky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna eat the silica pack. Eat the um, silica pack. It's really those are the bad. I saved that for last. Yeah. Okay. So right. that, that, seal, seal it up my, before you send. I will. It to me. I will. I'm just warning. Oh, 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 oh. Um. Oh yeah. Dash has that fucking marketing shit. He's eating my that, lunch. That blows, that blows my mind. That, like, it's been as effective. It seems effective, at least, because they're, like, they're, they're at the very least hitting a lot of the advertising that I see. Mm. I haven't seen as, as much, but if they are hitting those areas and, like, no one else really is, like, that's interesting. Well, I, I, think, I think they should keep doing that so we can see what that looks like. You know, like, how does that, how does that play out? Can I, can I see the contents of what's in there? The contents there? are good. So this is a... Uh, Good for the year. Uh, what do Sean, you call Sean's that diet? Doing, Sean's doing keto. Keto diet. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been doing. I lost twenty pounds. Uh, to date, it's great. You don't look it. But so I'm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I'm on it, but I'm I'm skeptical of all of the claims of it. You know something? Sean, because Sean, like Sean's cause funny because like, like Sean experiments with his body. Like he touches himself in different ways. Yeah, he has. Yeah, like, he feeds he himself in different ways. Uh huh. Like for a while, you were literally eating. He's uh, a biohacker. Cow turds, I think. Yeah, it like an experiment. Cow charge. Well, I I try I try these different things like different substances. Well, not not like I haven't I've never done steroids, <laughs> but like 
Um, like you new tropics. You like you like the like you like the Joe Rogan like diet shit that he yeah. talks about. You like, you like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, like, I hear that shit. I'm like, oh, what, 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 a what's, steady what's diet of MDMA. So like this keto. <laughs> well, I like keto, but I I don't like it. I'm not sure if I like it for all the reasons that people say. And like at the end of the day, if you just incorporate a lower carb diet right. with like less calories, like instead of like the strict, I have to keep it under. You know, keto people try to keep your carb intake under 20 grams. Supposedly, that's how you get your body into the state of ketosis. Right, right, right. Whether in that state or not, you're just eating healthy in that way. That may also produce a lot of the same effects. My condition is a little bit different because I'm not going from like um, fat guy to thin guy. Well, I uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that, but like, I my, my targets are a little bit harder to to hit. Right, with, right. So like at my level, like in a, I sound like an asshole. But at my level, like how. How, like, does that help or like what? What you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a it's a different. It's a different. Sean's just area. trying to get six packs now. Well, let me tell you, the, you the, are a hunk, the, dude. The, like the keto <laughs> diet works out well, but then you get to the part where you you want to lose that last whatever. And I found that the uh, turtle soup poisoning diet does really, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Really that's, how, that's how you lose a little dehydration. I've never hurt anybody. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, the expression. Oh it, my god, it, it turtles all the way down and out. Yeah. Well, I've also been trying this intermittent fasting with it, like. <laughs> And so that's that's another like thing that's interesting. You know, but the weird thing about these diets and like the fasting and the keto especially is like the mental effects and like th- that's what's the mental effect. I feel somewhat clear, but I don't have like the best. I haven't really been like paying attention to it as as close. How's your judgment? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was bad before. It's bad that's, now. Yeah, that's always, that's always shitty. <laughs> He's, um, he's a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is your mother proud of you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Keto's, Keto's not going to save me there. So. <laughs> you know, I, I will tell you. We, 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 <laughs> we, had, a, we had a bad uh, a, a bad starting line there, Don. What, what, what will you tell me? <laughs> no, but I mean, so I, I, I had basically done this thing since January. Yeah, you've, you've been good about it. Like, I've been I'm, really good. But, you know, last week I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to have a pizza. <laughs> So I, I I got a uh, nice uh, enormous. Well, I didn't eat pizza. that much. I only had you know I limited how many slices. But I said I can't do I, that. I, I see a pizza. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna only eat eight slices. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did I didn't eat the whole pie. Let me put it that way. But I, I tell tr- you, I went right back. I went right back to the, you know the normal eating that I had been doing, and I did. I was no worse for the wear. Nice. You know, and I I, I haven't cheated uh, since. That's good. The the restraining to like not eat foods. That's like the one area of my life that I have like so much trouble with. I but it's a skill. Like I, th- I, I think it's a skill you can train, but it's it's a hard one, and it, like it's going to be different for everybody. I'm sure you can train it. Because um, like when I when I do little diets, like for a while as I'm doing the diet, if I have to break the diet, if I go off, like the 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 habit of the diet continues to like be something that's like heavily in my my mind. Particularly if it's something with like a lot of intention, because like right now I'm like weighing my food out, mm-hmm. right? So like when I go out, I, I eye it, and I'm like, okay, so I need like a carb, uh, like whatever, and I can kind of eyeball it, like how much do I actually need? And you know, it's it's a lot less food than I used to eat. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's well, certain things you can do that with. Right, the acts of measuring everything are like one of the big best things you can do, even if you're like I'm not necessarily going to focus on like a certain caloric target. Just measuring all of the calories you eat because now you have a better idea of what you're eating, yeah. and then it actually like if you decide that you want to eat less, it'll it kind of I f- there's this, there's an effect that it helps. Huh. It's easier to cut food when you're measuring everything. Yeah. You know what you're taking. 
versus just guessing. I, I've at also it. been doing the five meals a day with weighed food. So like I, I measure how many calories I eat. It's like sixteen hundred. I day wonder right if they're measuring. Mm-hmm. You think the the measuring it's five meals and and the limiting portions mm-hmm. and stuff like you think that would work with something like maybe cocaine. No. No, I mean, I'm just wondering, <laughs> you know, you, you, you're telling me all these techniques, and I'm saying, well, I got to do something about my cocaine habit. Maybe, uh, well, the other dieting solution is just to take Adderall. It's been time. I, like, I like the idea of a cocaine tracker. Like, <laughs> like okay, I, only, like I, only, I yeah. only did three ounces of like cocaine today. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm doing a lot better. Is there an app for that? <laughs> well, it's also like Type it into I, uh, uh, the app store. If, if you're doing cocaine, cocaine all the time, tracker. you're not going to care about eating food, and it's going to be easier, easier to eat less food. So... That's that's that's, that's would that be under diet the cocaine? I think tracker? that's what Adderall's for. App? Yeah. Oh, cocaine tracker. It, yeah, it could be. See, I bet I you like, there's an app. For I feel that. like that's a sorority thing. Got it. Like I feel like sorority girls joke about like their 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 special diet to like right like cocaine. Diet. There's a debt tracker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there's no, got to be a cocaine. cocaine. No, there's nothing. There's a so there's an opening there. There's an opportunity. There is. I think someone could make that. That would be that'd be very funny. Like, how much cocaine are you doing? Like a uh, little scan, scan yeah. the bag. How would you charge for that? Charge for the the, the, for the, the, app. the app? Yeah. You would you would help people track for the purpose of testing at their business. Like you should be clear. Oh, and then you could buy a testing facility. No, where you send in testing things from there. Yeah, you send in or you an, could sell an amount. You could sell urine. Sell urine. Oh yeah. Oh man, now you've really Online identified sales. You know what? Is that selling a body part? Is that does that go under that like I don't know category? You know, you know who you should probably ask, Roger Beer. I, <laughs> well, he knows my, about like I selling think, illegal. I bet stuff there's a difference on, between online. selling body organs and selling body fluids. I don't think so because you can sell plasma, but you can't sell blood. I don't think. What do you mean? What do you mean? You can sell plasma. You can sell it. Well, you, you when you when you when not you person to, to person. When you go to no, but blood, you can I think, go, you can, I think they'll, they'll pay you for the plasma. But you, you I, I can guess go to cl- like blood. plasma clinics where they like well they put the blood back in you, so it's like a weird end run. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird what end run? Oh, I think you said end run. Right, because they have to like take it out, extract it, and then like put it in. It's like a, it's, a, it's nah. He's the same. He's better. He's just less plasma. <laughs> but yeah, like you can sell in a lot of states. I think you can sell plasma. Well, a lot. You, I mean, how do you like? That's how I. You do, mean like, sell? My, you mean sell your blood? No plasma. It's well, if you spin the blood and part of it is like extracted. It's the plasma. It's how I make child's. Oh, and then they put it back. Mm-hmm. They they put your own blood back into you. Yeah, so it's like fifty bucks a time. I think you can do it once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it'd be unethical if I did it because I'm a sex worker. But uh, mm, yeah, it's 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 a little bit more complicated than giving blood, but. They do. Uh, You're fine. You can value. do it as a sex worker as long as you don't get rammed in the butt. Um, mm. I, I think you're fine, Sean. Unless oh. you're unless you're like engaging in that activity, um, <laughs> which you know is fine. You can also do that. I don't have anything against that. I usually like to do the ramming. So, oh yeah. Well, I think uh. if you've engaged either way, you oh, engage oh, this, yeah. this, this, this this qualifies as harassment now. Is this is workplace yeah, this harassment? Is, this like is like workplace <laughs> gay harassment. You've then actually. You know, I, I Sean would I, like I, to sit in your lap, Dante. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't get excited. How many times? You know, he stopped because you know, the the phone was going to go into the hardest wall in the room. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the hardest wall in the room, Sean. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> my God, you lost your okay. train of thought, didn't you? Uh, yes, I don't even. I haven't even looked at the notes one time. Well, it's I mean, better that way. You're be- you're better off when you don't do that. I, I think. shouldn't look at the notes. So, what happened with the fifty one percent attack in Bitcoin Gold, Sean? Oh, uh, uh, like what what happened here? There was actually an attack, unlike a- in Bitcoin. Eighteen yes. million dollars. 
What? Uh, Eighteen million plus in double like sp- in double the, spends. All of the Bitcoin gold transactions, because like I, no. I didn't know there was eighteen million dollars. No, in no, they, on that they, they, I think it's. After gaining control of the network, the attacker began depositing Bitcoin gold at cryptocurrency From exchanges. exchanges. Yeah. Right. It was, an, it was an attack against exchanges while also attempting to send those same coins to a wallet under their control. Attempting to or successfully they did. doing it? Yeah. They were it, able it, to it, deposit funds on exchanges and quickly withdraw them again, after which they reversed the initial transactions so that they could send the coins they had originally deposited to another wallet. So they successfully did it on... Were they using Bitcoin? They were like selling it for Bitcoin or what? Um, I don't know, but I'm, know. I'm assuming that that may have been what they were what Probably they were Tether. Oh, did I or say Tether? Oh, I never want to mention but, yeah. that thing again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forget it. Rewind well, that. Cut that thing. This, I don't want to. Yeah. This whole thing was great, though, because like we've always thought that, like bigger chains are going to get hit by 51% attacks. And like I didn't I didn't really expect that like one of these big, like the, I mean, this was like after Bitcoin Cash, the first Bitcoin fork, right? Yeah. Like of, of these late forks. Um, Look at it, though. It, it, didn't, it did not affect the price. Of course not. Well, Virgil, Virgil was having more problems again, like the same fucking attack and shit. And those attacks on Virgil aren't affecting the price. It, it blows. It like it amazes me. There's I mean, no. There's no. There's like, no immediate effect. It doesn't on, matter. Right. It just doesn't matter. I don't know if it's that no no one using the thing really like understands the news, or perhaps it didn't really affect them. They don't think. Um, but like I, I don't know. Like, do you, is this stuff going to be like through force of law enforced? Then, if if all of these blockchains are going to exist, like, is that how we're going to mitigate this? Is that going to be supplementing POW? I have no idea what what they're going to do. Just going to make? That. Are you going to make double spends illegal? Because that would be hilarious. Right. Well, it's always it's always how do the regulations respond to like these types of things, and like how how do they respond to like the nature of of, of because like, yeah, because like, like, like the, the spend never happened. If right. if they reorganize a chain to make it so that they didn't actually send their money, then like that spend both happened and didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It, it happened legitimately for a little bit, and then it didn't happen. It ceased to happen. Right. So how do we know what happened? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I mean, how they write the article? Yeah. Well, I mean, we 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 know that the, we like the only way that you can really know that, by the way, is that exchanges are reporting that. That occurred, right? Well, because it happened like last week, and then the story, like the reports, didn't come out till recently. So, like, but like a double spend attack, you wouldn't necessarily know because it doesn't affect anyone but the people that lose money. So, for example, I mean, this is actually the danger that exchanges have to like mitigate. Like, it's it's very difficult for them because like, at a, if you have fifty one percent of the hash power, you can basically reorganize the data of the chain going as far back as you want for mm-hmm. a very long time. It's expensive. It's not that expensive. If no? there's in a in a chain with very little hash power, oh yeah, 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 it's yeah. cheap. This chain, yeah, it's cheap. Like yeah. if, if you have fifty one percent, it's just it, it costs what it costs. But like you can basically reorganize infinite numbers of blocks. I don't know going back necessarily, like how far you could like you'd have to unwind stuff. But like going forward, you could like you could do selfish mining and then also submit like you know like let 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 the like network do its thing. Um, but you could do selfish mining and then reorganize the entire chain. So like that's the beauty of the fifty one percent attack. I wonder if these uh, any. I wonder if any of these exchanges have any form of insurance coverage from you know bad Doubt events it. like this. Oh no, I, I I'm doubtful. Also, how could you how could you insure against like like that would incentivize them to like you know organize these attacks? The exchange, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess to I go mean, along with them, like, like well, that, that would, would be sort of like someone insuring their commercial building. And then lighting it on fire. It, it, well, it possibly, except that this would be harder to prove. Like it would, it wouldn't. Like the, it's not like the exchange. Exchange still gets two percent of the transaction fee, right? 
So, like, if they were insured against it, they would get their money recovered, whatever was lost, in addition to, like, the 2% transaction fee. Like, they wouldn't have a lot of incentive to, like, do something about it. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's the the, the nature of the beast with sure. insurance in general. But um, I'm not saying that I've heard that there is. I'm just uh, curious as to whether... I, I would be, Any I would be crazy too, insurance company I, like Lloyd's of London, whatever. I am, I am insure. not curious if it's not happening because that, that's what I expect. But if it is actually happening, I'm very curious as to why and how. Right. So, right, right. Yeah. So, like, um, okay. So, you, what, what's going on with Bitcoin Cash now? Like, they're having issues as well, right? Yeah. Um, they upgraded all the Bitcoins having, having problems. Well, they had, a, they had like a big issue um, where, uh, their like their new software upgrade. So whatever, whatever they whatever they just put out, uh, is having like backwards compatible issues. And I think people are complaining that Jacks, like their Bitcoin Cash wallet, currently isn't working. <laughs> um, and they were basically like someone was like Jacks, like this is like they're like blaming Jacks, and Jacks was like, look, like we're doing the best we can. We have other concerns right now, and like a lot of other services are having yeah issues. Um. Uh, they said that like it would. Um, they're just he's just like we're we're here. It's just we're 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 busy with a lot of other stuff. We're not trying. Did to, you like, see Whale Panda's tweet about this? Uh, yeah, I saw. Well, it. It he, he linked he linked that part in the in the Reddit thread. Oh uh, yeah, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's like yeah, like uh, so so what? Bitcoin Cash broke like ba- backwards compatibility basically in Bas- some way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like all. I don't know all the details from there, but I, I mean, it was enough of an issue where, like, like, <laughs> like, like, like I, Bitcoin I always a, has like. I have such a strong feeling that the quality of developers on Bitcoin Cash is just like so far below almost any other blockchain. Right. Well, Bitcoin doesn't, as far as I know, have those types of issues. So, like, I mean, it can, but like, but I, I feel like Bitcoin's ecosystem right now is pretty robust, and they actually do work with like wallet providers before they release implementations to make sure that like things are working. Mm. Which is my assumption. Yeah. I mean, it, it, just, it seems like the quality is just obviously very, very low. Like, and you think with Bitcoin Cash being, like, the, like, the, the fork of Bitcoin, right? Yeah. That there'd be some, it, it wouldn't have so many issues. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know, though. I, I think, they, I think yeah. they really did rewrite most of the code. Mm. They really tried to, like, change a lot of it. I, I think that, well, I, I, I mean, I think in a code project, when you give it to new programmers, I think it's very common to essentially make the code your own. I think well, they all have their own opinions on, like, what they, how they probably mm-hmm. saw the Bitcoin client, how it should look. Yeah. Or how, it, how certain things should be. And now they have the power to, to make those changes. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, you're right. That's probably what they did. Um, it'd be interesting to see, like, all of the differences and, like, like, like some of, like, the changes that, like, they think are better. Right. But, like, are actually, like, really... Which this may have been one of the changes they made that like caused this break, right? Yeah, I, so, I could very well see it. Um, Dante, did you see the Augur lawsuit that was filed this week? Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. Th- this one. Are you excited about this one? I, I'll so, like, well, I, I'll click, enjoy this. Click the CoinDesk link because when I tried it earlier, it wasn't working for me. And I oh never mind, it is. Um, so scratch that. But like the record lawsuit. breaking. Yeah, big <laughs> lawsuit. Record breaking for what? Well, like uh, they reported this as like. Uh, a big deal. I, I think it's funny because it's Augur, and Augur probably those guys probably. I mean, if it's really for that amount of money, I don't know if those guys have that money or what. But Jeremy like, claims that he's got billions, so like, well, and he he has, and he's involved in all of these projects. Yeah. Um. So is he involved in the extent where he's now like opening himself up to like you know people wanting to take that money, <laughs> or having having good reason to take that money? And it's one of the founding team members that is 
uh, I think filing a lawsuit against the other, the other uh, Matthew Liston in a lawsuit against the other founders, which includes like Krug and Jeremy Gardner. Did when you did you just say he claims to have with a B billions? I think so. I believe he does. So where did he supposedly? I mean, Augur, Augur oh, is no, from, from this project or from? I mean, how, how did I he think he was paid an immense amount from Augur, and it went up. And I, I don't think he's ever sold a coin. And I think he was one of these people who like put money into everything. Had a bunch of Ethereum, bunch of Augur, and I he may I, I thought he'd claim that he had billions, but maybe it's only a few hundred million. But it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's it's a lot of money. So he's got enough then. To pay the one hundred and fifty-two million. That's what I think. I think that, that the lawsuit is asking he, for. He He'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's sure. a, a mere pittance. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No problem. Yeah. I make this go away. Petty cash. I think it's. I think it's hard to go after people with this much money if you don't have that money. Because they they yeah. have infinite amounts to burn, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <coughs> well, but, it'll be but, interesting but to, to see how they, they would have to burn it. But like, what are they going to burn? Like a million bucks? Like a million bucks gets you a long way in a trial. Yeah, especially when the other guy has like thirty thousand well, dollars. That's the point. Like, how do you how do you how do you legally go after anybody in, in or oh. those types of projects in general? Just because like they have they have a war chest. I, I think that there's I think that there's a problem with the legal system, and that that's that's how like essentially you can do it. Like POW in law works, and like it's a big problem because you can't go after like a big corporation easily without being like dumped on by tons right. and tons of documents what hap- millions. I want to see all of them start suing each other, which this kind of gives me the feeling that like that might be cuz I don't know who, I don't know who Matthew Liston is, but like I imagine like he's also like the head and advisor of like a bunch of other of these ICOs. I want I want to veer off uh, no Roger Veer. I want to veer <laughs> off for a second um, cuz it just reminded me of this. Uh, and I don't remember the dollar amounts. So if you google this, you could probably find it easily. But um, there was a decision, I think it was yesterday. And, you know, Stormy Daniels' attorney, uh, they said he needs to pay, you know, his law firm needs to pay, I don't know how much money. I think, I, oh, like I, I want to say bucks. like 8 to $10 million. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of money. <laughs> um, he just got hammered with a decision because <clears throat> apparently what he had been doing was, you know, he was collecting, he was doing withholding from people's paychecks. Mm-hmm. And he just and he was not sending that money in, so <laughs> I, and I think it was like two point four million. It was a lot of money that he that was withheld through people's paychecks, and he never that turned that money over. So that guy's so smug. Oh, I saw him on like Bill Maher or something, and he's like very like like he carries the demeanor of like I'm the guy that's going to take Trump down. Oh, he really does. he says and it. He like yeah. I, I I keep wanting to be like, dude, your client's a porn star. Not to like diminish uh, a person's humanity in any way, but like fucking a, come on, like don't don't sit there and like tell me that like somehow she's gonna be a she's gonna end up like being a better person than Trump, and she says it full on. She's in this for the money. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> like in any other world, if someone did this, everyone would be like, well, you're in this for the money, mm-hmm. and that would be the bad thing. But in this case, everyone's like, yes, yes. Join our coalition. We're aligned. You're in it for the money, but at least you're taking down Trump. Mm-hmm. Like she's in it for the money. She's exactly. stating her intention. Like, is she bribing Trump? Is did, did it happen? I don't know. Probably. I don't have any doubt that Trump like banged a porn star, um, in, in that it went down exactly as she said. I have no doubt about that. But like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, don't pretend like she's the good person here. Yeah. I mean, what difference at this point does it make? 
Right. Is it like, <laughs> the, the famous, well, so, like, the it's, famous it's, Hillary like, line? Who, who, who tainted who, right? Like, did, 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 <laughs> did Trump get tainted by, you know, like having uh, an affair with a porn star? Or did, was she made a better person by having an affair with the president? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 my dad always told this joke when I was a kid. Like, a fly falls into the, uh, into the holy water in a Catholic church. And he, he would say, like, is the fly holy or is the holy water contaminated? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, like, I, think that's, I think that's the situation here. Like, what's, what's going on? Like, who's right. made who better or who's made who worse? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's really great. But uh, that's what happened. She fell, she, she's a fly. She fell into the holy water. And, and now, like, you got to ask that question. Who's, who's holier? So yeah. this, this attorney is such an arrogant prick. And he is... Uh, Just like Trump, <laughs> by the way. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, it's, this yeah. is... This is this is like it's, it's it's a battle of like the arrogant pricks and like nobody likes anybody here. Yeah, that's what's so funny. <laughs> well, we now live in a time where like it, he, you don't I, have to like. I, I will say by a the lot way, of, a lot of a lot of the cover that like politics has of like, well, you know, we're going after this person. Like that's that's gone. So now you can be like, yeah, fuck Trump. We're coming after him, dude. With the rise of the the SJW political class here, mm. I I suspect Trump is going to win seven more terms. because i I think that there's like this class i think that there's maybe 30 percent of americans who really sympathize and empathize with that group of people Mm -hmm. and the rest of the people watch these videos and think they're just crazy nuts yeah and i think what's gonna happen like what can i do what can i actually do you you literally can't do anything because like you're sitting there watching this and they shout down and ruin the lives of people that oppose them right right so like the only thing you can do is shut up and and vote your conscience right you go into the voting booth that's it because the, the the funny thing to get at these people is to get Trump back in power and any any Republican like like what's like you're, you're telling me for example the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas kids yeah one hundred percent of those kids are are anti gun mm-hmm. that's that's the belief oh, oh wait wait is no one hundred percent no one hundred percent everyone except that's Kyle, what they would like everyone to except portray. Kyle Kashuv mm-hmm. every single one in that school except Kyle Kashuv is is against guns that's what you're that's what you expect me to believe that's because what they that like. would be the media narrative mm-hmm. and that's fine. But I have a feeling that a majority of the Stoneman Douglas kids are probably reasonable and like maybe 30, 20 to 30 percent are probably like all like in line with David Hogg and that organization or at least have similar goals. I'll bet you something like 60 percent of the kids are either a little uncomfortable with it or completely on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens also is a lot of people who've never been forced to think about this and make a decision which which side they're on, I think they might be causing people to get pushed much more clearly into the camp well, no, that they're I, I opposed to. I think what's going to. on is, is the right-wing bucket, which used to be like a much smaller bucket, it was it like stopped at a certain place on the political spectrum. I think it's expanding, and I think you see people like Sam Harris mm-hmm. falling into that bucket, right? I think people that we would have considered leftist sympathizers long ago are like right-wingers now. Mm-hmm. Christopher Hitchens would have been a right-winger. He's a guy that like waterboarded himself for Vanity Fair in order well, to like, see if like to prove that it was torture. Hitchens always discussed the things that like he he was not he wouldn't take the one side necessarily just because of the policies. And he got hit for being uh, a Bush sympathizer pro, because pro he was war. for the Iraq War. Yeah. And this is a guy that throughout his career was like always known as a liberal journalist or or whatever. I mean, like he he had like socialist sympathies. And then you have like him and Stephen Fry years ago on the leftist side of, it, of, of an argument about religion, whatever the argument is, but like on the leftist side. And now you have like in the monk debate, Stephen Fry on what is. He's, he's on the conservative side. He's begging for the other liberals to stop being so 
It's right. like fucking crazy. And it's true it's true of history. This this generation's conservatives were last generation's progressives for the most part. Well, I, so I like, hear Republicans it, like and you like, see it happening like in real time. J- JFK. When just 15 years ago everyone was like JFK was a liberal like twat. Mm-hmm. But now like now I, I hear them saying like he's a hero of the right. He could never get elected. <laughs> He that. could now. He could probably well, get elected. He couldn't get elected as yeah. a Democrat. Yeah, he could never get right. elected as a Democrat because mm-hmm. he was like quasi reasonable. He yeah. was very reasonable, mm-hmm. and he was you know, he was even a little bit hawkish comparatively. Yeah. I tell you, the other funny thing was the media would the, mums was you know, mum the word I screwed that up. Um, mums the void. Mums the void. Uh, when it came to all of his uh, affairs. Yeah, yeah, completely. He had all kinds of, uh, you know, affairs, and it was like, oh, keep that quiet. You know, they... they, they um, Clinton all over again, right? Like, Yeah. Clinton, by the way, was, is, is, is like a, a right-winger at this point, mm-hmm. given his, like, his presidency. Maybe not his wife, but like his presidency wasn't that, like, compared to what people are proposing today, mm-hmm. it wasn't that far left. Well, you know, there were a few things that he got dragged sort of kicking and screaming a little bit. Into doing, you know, because there was a, a majority, you know, you had the contract with America, yeah, and, and you had Newt Gingrich as the Speaker of the House, and so Dante, they, do you they, remember? Do you remember V chips? Yeah, do whatever I? happened to that? Dude. That was a big when in the nineties. That was a huge controversy, and like everyone was telling me that V chips were happening, what and I was V-chips? like, oh, see, that's the thing. He doesn't even know. Before was, the V chip, there was the Clipper chip. Yeah, and I was all over that. And in fact, I used to. Uh, I used to call this before I ever did a show uh, on the radio, and I would call into various shows, and I was talking to them uh, about the Clipper chip that was being proposed, and uh, the uh, EFF was uh, uh, making a big deal about the Clipper chip. They were trying to put this device into kinda, TVs and media into devices, everything. Yeah. That would basically uh, this before to, the V chip. It would allow you to censor the programming in your house. It was a back door. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. They wanted to put this back door piece of hardware into like every device. And uh, I don't really remember the details today. I remember my dad being like ecstatic that he was going to be able to like not let me watch the sexy parts of Schindler's List. That was the V chip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the V chip. <laughs> Dude, Sean, my dad as a kid, he would like, he would, there were these movies that he wanted me to watch because they're classics. But my dad doesn't understand that, like, part of the art is, like, the, I, I don't know what you would call it, art complete or something like that. You have to, like, watch it as a whole piece. Because, like, it, it, you know. So he would go through, and he would, we had these, like, long magnets that kids would use to go find mag, uh, magnet, like, magnetic rocks in the sandbox. Okay. Yeah. So he would take that, and he would run it along the VHS top, and he would delete parts of the video so that I couldn't see no. the sexy parts. No. Oh, full on. That far just to prevent that? Yeah, he he would wow. he would go like he would watch Schindler's List, he would get to the sexy part, and all of a sudden, like I would be watching, we'd go we'd be like, and then you know, blah, 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 and then oh and now I'm gonna kissy kiss, and they'd kiss and all of a sudden for like two minutes. That would have to be a pretty strong magnet. It is. And then it would it would like do it for like two minutes and then just back. It would like back to the movie. So I would never get to see the sexy parts of movies. Oh, my God. So I remember, like, the first real boobies I saw were Titanic. Uh, my dad told me... I that was a ship. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really? They <laughs> <laughs> had boobies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. I was watching, right on the bow. Right. I was watching... I was watching <laughs> my, dad, my dad told me I had to close my eyes, and I was with a friend. So, like, I was there. I was closing my eyes, and, like, Peaking. you know, the boobies come, like, oh, <laughs> Like, wide, wide open. I was just, like, just, you know, watching. And I was very... Like, that was my porn back in the day. That and, like, Victoria's Secret manuals, my... 
manuals. <laughs> Victoria's <laughs> Secret <laughs> Manuals. Hey, that's a great instruction manual for Oh, it's a Victoria's Secret manual. Yeah. <laughs> we d- we didn't have Victoria's Secret. Yeah. No, we, no, you didn't. No, we no, had uh, Playboy. We had na- well <laughs> before Playboy. We had National Geographic. <laughs> I remember doing that as a kid too. I was like, oh yeah, big like tribal hangy titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very weird because like that was not that's not a it's not it's not what I would look at today. No, not no, today, no, but no, I mean, no, no. back in the day, you know, that's all there was, you know what I mean? Man, kids are weird, Man. dude. Kid, like, <laughs> kids are weird. Horny teenage kids. You know How are they going to navigate this, this current culture? Do that's you, what I'd like to know. Did you, did you, no 14 year old's going to get out alive, dude. Here, can, let me ask you a question, Dante. Yeah. And I guess this goes to the question of Uh-oh. do you know what this is? Uh-oh. When did you discover <laughs> what hentai was? Hentai. Do you know what hentai is? Um, isn't it like a Japanese artwork or something? Or, <laughs> or so it's, it's Japanese like cartoon porn. Right. Oh, is that but what it is? When okay. I've never watched it. I've only yeah. ever heard tell of it. So I don't. It's Sean's favorite porn. Well, movie. really? I was young at, at the age when everybody was watching like TV shows like Dragon <laughs> Ball Z and shit. That, that's when Dragon Ball Z was really popular. I remember everybody liked Dragon Ball Z back in the day. It was huge. I never heard and of there it. there was like, what I knew, whatever that I had is. friends that were telling me Dragon? about like. What, you don't know what Dragon Ball Z is, Dante? No. I, I know what Dungeons and Dragons The, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin 9000 meme? Mm. It's over 9000? It's over 9000! No. I'll, I'll show you that meme. I don't remember yeah. that. Have you been in Bitcoin? Yeah. I, all I remember, oh, here's what I do remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. It was the day after the election. Wait, wait. Was the election on a Tuesday? Yeah. I, I, think, I think it was a Tuesday, right? The election? Like that. I, I don't know. Okay. So well, we always vote, it wasn't vote, on a Tuesday, always on a Tuesday, but it was two days after the election. It was a Thursday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And was we... Was always on a Tuesday, really? Yeah. I thought it was. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, so that's the ultimate That's the ultimate day. You know, the, 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 the day of. It's the best day to have Well, a now they're doing, off. like, the early voting and stuff. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, at, the, at, the, at our meetup, uh, there was... One person at the meetup who was wearing a red hat with white letters that said, make Bitcoin 1200 again. And the waitress came over, and we were laughing about something, and uh, she was, oh, <laughs> you know, what's so funny? I think Samson Mal was making those hats. Um, and, and, I think uh, he, he, he was making hats for a long time. Yeah, which was, was, uh, was really funny. It was like his hats, I think, yeah. All right, so, so the waitress comes over. We're all kind of chuckling. And she's oh, what's so funny, you know? And and I think uh, it was probably you uh, that uh, John said you said, uh, oh, he's just really really happy because uh, Trump was elected. Yeah, and <laughs> she went from being bubbly friendly to like triggered face. It was so bad. And then to top it off, there was this one person wearing a red hat with white letters that said, "Make Bitcoin." 1200 again. She wouldn't even look at what it actually said. She only saw a Trump hat. Yeah. She, you know, she saw a MAGA hat. And uh, she was triggered for the whole well, There was night. a few stories. Remember, remember the, um, the girl that actually is a Blockstream employee? I think she's like a sysadmin or dev for, for Blockstream. She, uh, she is now. I don't think she was. She was at the time. I was she, she? Yeah. Um, she, uh, she got she punched. Was at one, she was like a Milo Yiannopoulos rally and was wearing the big Bitcoin great again hat. Yes, yes, yes. And, got, and she got pepper sprayed. She got pepper sprayed. I saw like, that right in the face. Yeah. Because the media was like, this this girl got pepper sprayed by these by these protesters. And she was like, the hat wasn't even... 
Right, because nobody you know. even nobody reads the hat. They, I forget her name, but she's because uh, see, there's like, a part of your brain that has to see the letters and then you know, understand what they. But they're triggered way before that happens. Well, they're triggered, and the crime is being is getting triggered, right? The fact that you even parodied that disgusting meme, "Make America Great Again." Right, but they, if you ask them in a, you know, like if it was like a, a test, you know, testifying as a witness. They'd say, no, no, that was a Make America Great Again hat. I saw it. I, I read those words. Yeah. That's what they actually see. Right. No, it's I agree. Amazing. I think that that's, I think that's true. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I've never seen the vitriol. Like, I've never seen it where people, like, literally get angry at people for bringing up a guy's name. Like, is he, is he a shitty person? Probably. In my opinion, he probably is. Is he a bad president? I don't know. Um, do I agree with, you know, he's, he, you know what's funny? He's fairly moderate. Oh, you well, mean well, policy wise? Yeah, he's like oh, a yeah. fucking moderate. Like You're talking about Trump. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's really moderate. That never like, that his views on things and like his position and like policy. I don't. Th- I can't think of a time it was ever like considered by these people in terms of like whether to hate him or not. Like, like it doesn't. Is there's some? I, I think there's a lot of problems with him like continuing to kind of be active in his business. I think that there's a lot of issues with it. But you know what? Like he is a guy like running this country. Like. It, he's pretty moderate. Like his mm-hmm. propose his proposals are moderate. I think he like did a really bad job at early surrounding himself with people. I think he's done a much better job recently surrounding himself with people. Um, and he's got like liberals. He's got conservatives in his administration. He brought Van Jones in to make commentary on gun legislation. Van yeah, that, Jones, remember that? That was a mistake. Maybe, in my opinion. Maybe, but that, I think that's his point. Like that's the point. Is like he he think he does things that you think are mistakes. He also does things that like liberals think are are, uh, are should, should think are great ideas. Like he he was going to bring in some black rapper to talk about prison reform, and Jay Z apparently stepped in front and asked him not to go because it would legitimize Trump. Really? Yeah. So hmm. like you have this guy who's trying to build coalitions, and you have like the other side of the aisle is like preventing it from happening, which I find hmm. to be very interesting. What's the deal with Van Jones? I, I I'm not actually. That's something I missed. Uh, how long ago was that? And what I think was, it was the like two venue? Weeks ago. I think I think it was for I think it was for oh. prison reform discussion. Yeah, I, I think was dealing was with actually. turtle issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, seriously, it, it was recent. Yeah, it was very recent. So I don't know how. Uh, it, it, what could he possibly have pulled Van Jones into? Uh, I believe to it was. Speak I think, I be- no, I think it was they were having a dis- a roundtable discussion on prison reform. Really? Yeah. Which uh, is something I think we all agree needs to happen. And I think I think honestly, like the socialists are probably a pretty good group to talk about that. Like just at least to understand what their perspective is on it. Because like I think they're I think that they're not necessarily touting conspiracies, but I think that they are like the ones who are talking about like the compassionate arguments there one hundred percent. Which is I think what you need to have an eye towards when you think about prison reform. What well I don't even know what was being proposed. So what I don't either. I don't think there was any proposal. I think it was literally a round table about like gun reform. Like what he did with uh, gun reform or prison reform. Sorry, prison reform. Okay. Yeah, which which is a needed which is a needed discussion in the U.S. Um, what would I, I I don't even know. I mean, did they ever say what anyone is looking for? What kind I, of I think I think they're literally just reform? exploring prison reform because like there's I think there's a lot of people who at this point both on on both sides believe prison reform is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, as to like what needs to be reformed, I think it, that is a big discussion because like you have people that want prisoners to be hung in rafters and. Um, to just be like I don't know, put on to like uh, a, a hanger for the next like fifteen years as they're finishing their sentences, oh. and then there's people who want like Norway style prisons where you give them like a villa, 
and uh, you know, like sex dolls and stuff. But okay. Like, so I was going to mention this before we started recording, or what you know, just to sure. talk about. But now it's so relevant in, in, with what you're bringing yeah. up. So uh, we were talking about Netflix and stuff like that. There is a show that you know, whatever, however many seasons. I think it's like two, three, three seasons. And I thought it was terrific. And it's called Rectify. And talk about, I'm not going to give anything away by saying this part. R-E-K-T-F-I. But it, it opens up. Uh, the opening thing is where you have a guy being released from prison. <laughs> and <laughs> talking about prison for reform. So he's being released from prison. He was in for like 19 and a half years. But you find out quickly, you know, yeah. within the first episode, that because of DNA evidence, he's let out. They, he was let out. Now, he's not off the, the possibility of getting recharged. It was a really good, it was a really great show, and uh, which was, a, a, you know, it was, I, I didn't even hear about it. I don't know how I found it. But there's so much that goes through that show, and it does touch on things that would make you question, you know, in I'm, terms I'm of you, pr- prison prisons, reform. Prisons are a huge problem in the United States. Huge problem. Is it? For, right. I mean, well, is it? There's a missile. Like, there's, there's, there's a number there's of, like, ways, there's ways of, like, this is one this. of the things where I, like, probably am a little bit more libertarian on. Like, there is there is an enormous amount of, like, uh, misaligned incentives when it comes to prisons. Well, we have, we have a private prison system that is, is that different from prison systems in other Western countries? I'm not sure. Um, but, like, it, the, the problem with the private prison system is it does incentivize prisons to do right. things like, you know, lobby for, for longer incarcerations because it's not really private. It's public-private, right? So, like, the public, the public institutions pay uh, the private institutions to do things like house prisoners. And I don't think that it's... I don't... I have, I have issues with the notion of, like, it being a private institution's job to administer the justice of a public administration, right? So, like, the public administration says this needs to happen, and then we give them to a private institution to house them. Like, that seems a little odd to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's the best way to administer uh, ad- administer justice like that. Yeah. It actually I, seems really fucked up. I, I don't know that I would make that conclusion. I, I, I mean, I, what I'm saying is... I, I don't know what the stats It's, it's reasonable to certain, look but at seems, these things. Right. That seems to me to be, like, a little bit fucked up. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I can't make that leap. I'd have to explore it. I would have to look at it a lot more... Um, would, would you find it fucked up if judges were, like, private institution... Paid, you know, entities making this like if Google had Google judges and they paid Google judges to make decisions about Google things. Well, I mean, the, the judges are all being paid, right? By, by the so state, they though. are private. So by the state, it's, so, it's a little so different. you can have a private like you can have a aligned. private entity mm-hmm. who is performing a task efficiently or what have you, certainly, and they can be paid by the state. So I'm not sure that it's inherent that because the state is paying. A private institution, as opposed to that, that wasn't the criticism, though. No, no, I, I um, the, the criticism is that like the, the private, you take this, you take this public administration of like a justice system, where the court, the public court, that's paid by the public, uh, that, that's paid by the state, or individuals who are like making those decisions paid by the state, end up uh, sentencing people to go basically live in private housing. Okay. Which, which to me, like when you take. When, when you have this like in, this public, but they're just providing the housing, 
They're providing the food. They're providing the whatever. But they're also providing the the atmosphere and like I don't know. They're sometimes like providing the like uh, you know like I mean like murders happen in prisons for example. I, I, like that. That's like it's, it's a very that's a problem. Yeah, I, I, right. it's, but it's, what it's, I, it's a community that but, has but, like rules and regulations that affect like how people and, in the and the state are, the state so. pays them Dante per things like per prison per, per prisoner right okay right but so here's the question. Um, Their goal is there are many prisons that are not private. There was a, once upon a time where there were, uh, I, I'm assuming, I'm not positive about this, there may have been no private prisons. Sure. And in other words, all of these things that you're identifying, while they exist, I'm not, uh, I, I don't have any reason to believe that those things too. did not occur regardless of whether they were you know, a, a public or private. So I think, I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. I think that I, I, I don't know that the problems... It just are, needs to be addressed. I don't know that the problems of the current prison system are the result of it being private. Right. Um, I don't know that, that that... It could incidentally be that, like, keeping them private and then just giving them better regulations is, in fact, the way to um, better mitigate what happens in prisons. But I, I, I do think that there needs to be some kind of discussion about prison reform. Um, I mean, like, there's there's all sorts of like stats. Like, I think there's Stephen Crowder a- likes to talk about it. Like, rape. If you if you include prison rape in the statistics, I believe men become instantly more likely to get raped than women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, well, and, 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 also the recidivism rates for prisoners are I, huge. Are, are are huge. So it's kind of like, well, if we're trying to like do its best for society and everybody, like, what what. Like, like, like the Norwegian, like some of the Scandinavian countries, the reason they do those things is because their, their recidivism rates are extremely low. And is it because of what they're doing with their prison systems? Maybe, but I think it's like another question to be asked here if we're going to talk about prison systems. Why? Like, do we want if we had something where violent prisoners could be like really reformed and come back into society and like not be that way? Is that more closely to the optimal solution we want, or is it more about just keeping these people detained? Fuck them if they come back, and it's actually that they're just bad. And we, I mean, like I don't, what, I don't know what kind of outcomes you expect when you take the worst people in the world and then you put them all into one place. It's going to be the worst place in the world, mm-hmm. and like I get, I get that we want to punish people who are bad, um, but like, I mean, have you ever seen the movie Trading Places? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, the notion of that movie is that if you take a guy out of his environment, uh, he may actually be able to achieve things that he wouldn't have in another environment. And I think that like is a fairly astute point. Like it's difficult. You you turn good people who go to prison for like small crimes into bad people because they had to defend themselves and they had to like you know basically interact with this population of thugs. You should break your rule of not watching you know shows or whatever. Yeah, uh, you really should watch Rectify. I, I think I, I, I think you would uh, seriously think you would enjoy. And the, and the other one, they don't really I'm, have a rule about. Well, it. it's I'm, more of like tend to read or play Fortnite now. And, and and you yeah, know good luck good luck getting, getting good luck watching a TV series yeah <laughs> the the other show that Can I've I play been touting Fortnite while watching it or what <laughs> I was like, do like picture in picture oh yeah <laughs> well the one the show that you probably could, could, could not do that with that 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 I, I I did a binge watch on it it was phenomenal it's it's called Fauda F A U D A and it stands for chaos in Arabic and I don't speak in Arabic I, I, well the thing is. The the entire I'm like I can't watch this. It's English subtitles. I I'm can't. like no way. I can't do that, dude. But I did after like the second episode, and and you're like captivated by the action and what's going on. It's like all right, well this isn't so bad because now I don't have to rewind it and go. What did they say? 
you know, and, and my thing is just like I watch TV, like I watch or I listen to radio. Like I put it on and then I, I put it in the background, and it's like I kind of passively listen, right? And, uh, and and that's you know that's very different than like yeah, like a cold medium instead of a hot medium. Yeah. So yeah. like like when when there's like subtitles, when I know. there's subtitles, I'm just I know. Like, oh I know. My God, I can't do it. Oh but so the whole show is using like two languages. To it. It's it's in Hebrew and Arabic. Depending on you know. It's like the um, Israeli counter uh, counterterrorism yeah. unit, and it, it 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 was a great and the, the new series just started. What, what is today? Today is what's today's date? Twenty six. Twenty six. So uh, this the, the new season just started yesterday, day before yesterday. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. are we good doing? The, are, we should do the band Fortnite thing. Speaking of, still, I think for the gun the gun debate thing. Oh, we, we oh, got, I think that oh, has yeah. to happen. <laughs> like, oh, speaking just tell, of, just tell David Hogg that like we we agree we're going to ban Fortnite. I don't mm-hmm. want to forget before uh, and all violent video games and all violent video games. I, I sent a, um, a to one of the chats. I don't know. I, I sent a, a YouTube video with uh, Stephen Crowder where he was talking about the, the, the gun stuff. This is just yesterday, mm. and uh, one of the stats that comes out of it was that. I, I guess there's a like a thirty percent increase of you know when they talk about how many deaths, how many people were killed due to firearms, they lump everything together. They're they're lumping in all of the people who might have killed themselves, where they might have jumped off a bridge or you know well, they, wh- well, whatever they. All those stats also include that, gang like, gang related shootings. Yes, gang related yeah. shootings. There was also <laughs> one that included BB guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kelly. Well, I mean, people who die from firearms. No, no, not that. I mean, like the, well, the, the people who die from shooting. I, ha- I have people, people say, "Oh, all these stat. school shootings have been happening since the beginning." I'm them, like, no. I'm like, let's look up what what they're defining a school shooting. I, I don't do that. I ask right. them to name them. Right. I go name them. Which well, ones? But the people go, I did that already. So I was like, well, I'll, let's just go through like <laughs> what 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 is a school shooting on? Like, like what what is this? What is the definition? Let's let's find out. And it included. Do you ask them to define what a school shooting is before you like do that? No, because you should do that. Because like. I think I think most people are like well it's like when a guy walks into a school and like shoots him up like mm-hmm. okay that's that's a fine definition we can all agree I on that. Ask them that first. I always forget yeah. to do that. I just go right to the like well this is what this is what you're talking about. Here. Yeah. What, like, what's, your actual, what, what's your actual what's your actual criteria of what like mean? like there could have been a dispute between two people and like like it, like there happened to be a gun on campus that may have gone off and like those reasons even. alone were enough to counter like a neg- there were some were uh, like a negligent discharge. Well, what's, what's funny? To me, what's funny? To that, like, me, if that, if do you, that, yeah, do you know how that, that's, is, that's enough to this meet is the, thing, the criteria. This is the thing: like the right. ignorance, the ignorance of like people who don't live in like rural areas. Do you know? How, like I come from rural areas. Do you know how how common it is for a kid to leave a gun in his backpack? Right, right, right. It would happen regularly. Where, like, he would go to the office and say to the principal, like, I went hunting this weekend. I have a rifle in my backpack. Can I leave it here in the office? I believe that. It happens all the time. Or at least in the truck. Yeah, I have a gun in my truck. What if a student was like, they have a gun in their truck, and it was investigated, and then that that, that might be the criteria enough to get reported as a Well, it wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be, but, like, like, when you have a gun, let's say it's in your truck, or, like, you're in a rural area, like, there's a big school, like, down, you know, like, like having someone go to the, like, I don't know, sh- people, there are, there are schools with, like, deer on the campus. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, you take a, a student goes out there and shoots it, and he finds out that he was on school property when it happened, that's going to be a school shooting in these stats. Right, right, right. It's absolutely insane. Well, in the 60s and the 70s, people used to go to school and take their rifle to school with them. 
Now, I mean, I guess they would. You I know, think I think that there should be a uh, instead of a conceal and carry, it should be a brandish and carry rule where you just have to have it in your gun at your hand at all times. It's <laughs> like everyone in the class, like teacher, I have I have an answer, and just like brandishing it. You know, I think that should be the rule here. But no, seriously though, they they had it's a special <laughs> license. You have a brandish. <laughs> you must brandish it at all times if it's never if it's ever well, not visible. But it's such that's a, a problem. But people just see somebody with a gun and they like they get like weirded out, like they get freaked out. We just like, need to, we need to normalize it. Just everyone has to brandish. It's got to yeah. be a brandish and carry rule. But for most of our history of guns, They've always been normalized. Like, like, oh, it's it's that you know, dad comes home with a shotgun because he was out. Like, it was not. Well, I mean, like, I have these visions of my grandpa. Like, like he he's on a farm. Um, you know, there's fucking raccoons everywhere. So he goes and gets the twenty two, <laughs> and he like looks for like the fucking eyes staring at him from a tree. Yep. He 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 aims a gun right between the eyes, a little bit higher, hits the fucking thing between it. It falls down. The dogs have a, a heyday with it. That's how, like, it works in the rest of the United States. You need to kill these animals before they, like, destroy your crops, get in fights with your dogs. That's the thing. Like, a lot of these things are menaces. Like, a raccoon, for example, killed one of my dad's or my grandpa's dogs by biting it in the chest, and it got infected, and he died. Mm-hmm. That shit happens. He, like, he, he doesn't want that. Like, these things get rabid. They're, they pose as dangers. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... It's like the rest of the world isn't what you you're, you you think it is. It's not this like organized city life that you believe it is. That you know you go into the woods and someone's like put barbed wire in there and you cut your foot and you got to go back and you have mm-hmm. to drive like three hours to the hospital. Yeah. that's how the rest of the like the country lives. Right, right, right. This isn't this isn't Brooklyn everywhere or something. Right, it's it's it's, it's very different. And it takes two hours for the re- the police to respond to like someone coming to your house with a gun and like robbing your family. Like this is a different. It's a different world. There are a lot of states uh, where they what they have in those states is everything is open carry. Right, I'm so t- I'm talking be, about I'm pist- telling you, it, pistol carry. That's, that's what everywhere should be. Like it should be, and it shouldn't. It should well, be a demand. Op- open carry, as in it, it has to be holstered and whatever. Yeah. I, but, I think you but brandish, it's out, but it's outside. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, 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 that becomes problematic. <laughs> uh, that's that's a little bit of a <laughs> one gun in both hands. Yeah, that's a problem. It's a special like, like or uh, having like two revolvers and doing like what's that guy's name? The cartoon guy with the little short guy. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but a lot of states, a lot of states will have open carry where people are visibly carrying on their... Have you, have you seen the libertarian assholes who go and, like, make the people call the police on them when they're, like... They have their, like, a, a, like AR-15 on their back. Yeah. And they're, like, walking through a city. Yeah. And they're, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Because it's legal. <laughs> go yeah. fuck yourself. Come on. You know what you're doing. Yeah, 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 because it's legal. Well, how about the... It ha- is legal, but, like, you're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're what such they're a, trying to... You're such an asshole. Well, can I tell you, there, there was a group, there was a group down here, uh, that, and they were... I, I couldn't understand what it was that was a little bit... I, I couldn't completely identify, you know what I mean? I, I liked them, they were, like, good guys, but then, all of a sudden, they broke out all of the Ron Paul 4 by 8 signs and... So they weren't oh. good. It wasn't good guys. Well, and th- then it's like, okay, I see. Now I see where we don't quite. You know what I mean? Like I'm almost, uh, you know, ah, identifying. But then, oh, ah, okay, ah. that's the problem. You're Catholics. <laughs> yeah. So, so, <laughs> so what, what happened with a lot of these, a lot of these people? Because there's no, there's no open carry in Florida. What they would do is they would organize. I never went with them, by the way. Uh, but they would organize fishing trips, right? Oh, interesting. And what happens is, if you're if you are 
going to fishing or from fishing or if you're on your way to go hunting or from going hunting, in that case, there is a an exemption in terms of the no open carry. Mm. So they were, you know, they were able to be traveling, basically walking the, the to the fishing of, trip. The same of open carry, but within the parameters of... Well, we're walking to the boat so we can carry. Yeah, that makes sense, though, because fish pose like a very scary danger. You would need a gun on a fishing trip. Right, right. In case the fish attacks. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, what if you? Well, it's just what if you catch a shark? The whole, the whole. Sure, or like a marlin. A marlin starts like trying to spear you with its nose. Well, that happened to uh, a stingray. Did it to uh, David? uh, David or Steve? uh, Steve? uh, uh, What's his name? Mm -hmm. Steve Irwin. Something. Steve Irwin. Right, right, right. So he got stabbed through the heart. (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh. It's like, I mean, what are the odds of that? It's it's, it's fine now. You can laugh now. You couldn't two years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. (laughs) We passed the time. But no, so seriously, though, so in Florida, on the books, it said if you're traveling to and from those particular activities, in that case, you can open carry. It was on the books. It is on the books now. They would go fishing so they could brandish... Yes. Open and branded. Yeah, and, and so they would bring a whole big group to go, go do a fishing trip. I just really like the idea of everyone walking down the road with, like, a, I don't know, a 911 or, like, whatever it is. Like, just 1911? Like a, that one. On the hip? <laughs> just, no, just in their hands. Like, like, yeah, like, no. It's, like, it's what happens down here during hurricanes. <laughs> hurricanes? No. Drink, like, drink, oh, no. like, drink Andrew. I, I wasn't here, but I've heard stories. Like, drink Andrew. Like the the open carry laws, everything else, like it was out the window. It yeah, was well, like I was got in, a gun. Give me what my, I want. Because that was like, in Miami. Because because because, oh yeah, yeah. Because getting Those robbed without Cubans any, down yeah. there. Yes. Well, because getting robbed without any police protection was a very big reality. Oh yeah. Well, so I, like, I, I heard a, a state farm agent say that people like five or six times walked into her like insurance office and was like, "We need to to, to get our checks now." And here's my gun. Like, on the, like, I have a gun. And, like, no one called the police because, like, it was just like, well, I have a gun, too. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, we just all have guns. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, have, I have, like, the vision of Fortnite now where, like, everyone's got guns and you're, like, jumping around and trying to get the first shot. <laughs> Headshot. Headshot. <laughs> that, that's a little bit like what Miami was. That's in, how in I the, feel. Like, Andrews was, like, in the Andrew early was, like, 80s. not. Yeah, well. That was the 80s. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Hurricane was Andrew like, was just like a reminiscent of the time. Like, oh, this is, I remember times like this back then. It in sounds like a long time ago. 80s throwback. It yeah. sounds like a long time ago to you guys. I mean, the 80s was like not a long time ago to me. To you, Dante. You know, I have to a good you. memory. That's why. But um, it was better in the 80s. Everything was better. <laughs> Everything was better in the 80s. Everything. Dad, dude, I really want Quaaludes. That's the one thing that like, I really oh, wish I could that's, get. That's out. the thing that blows my mind that you nobody can out. get I, I feel. I feel like this. Like We have all of this information that's come out. Like Computers have gotten better. Everything is better. Like mm-hmm. We have iPhones and Android phones and all that shit. But if you ask me what age I want to go back to and like, would I rather live in some other time than now, the answer is like 1985 at the height of Quaaludes. <laughs> yeah. and I just, just to try them once. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine yeah. who's a you know, reti- I, retired uh, doctor and also like a, a chemist, uh, you know, studied, you know, and uh, that topic came up and he said, yeah, he says the reason mo- that you don't see that happening, you know, in terms of a, they, they used to call them bootlegs too. They used to have the real ones and then they had the bootleg ones back in the eighties. And, uh, but I guess some of the reasons why the, you don't see much more of the kind of homegrown type thing 
homegrown, no pun intended. Yeah. But uh, is because the chemicals... They're completely regulated. Well, no, no. Well, that may be the case also. But the, the actual manufacturing, you, you're, the first thing that you're doing is, is like a precursor to nitroglycerin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, that's what he told me. I, I, I can't say that. But the, but the effects of quaaludes is that you get, get drunk without getting, like... Yeah. No hangover. Yeah. So yeah. it's like... I mean, that, that sounds like the worst drug. Because, it, like, it that's sounds what everybody awesome. wants. Everyone, like, <laughs> everyone wanted it. Like, that was the thing in the 80s. They're like, and they're like, we've done it. We've done it. We've, we've made the perfect, uh, the perfect drug. This is the antidote to alcoholism and everything. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah. Now I'm addicted yeah. to quaaludes. Which is funny because, like, having, removing the ad- adverse effects after of alcohol would be such a huge thing. That would be, that would be a boom. Don't, and we you, had it. You don't get sick. Was, you don't throw up. You don't have the hangover. You, in other words, everything that's bad about getting drunk. The, the bad part. Well, the, the Wolf of Wall Street thing. I, I thought that they, he like over exaggerated. I've never seen someone on Quaaludes, but I can't imagine they walk around and froth on the floor. It's probably just like being drunk. What so. do you mean froth? I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't watch that movie. He was like falling around. Like in that scene, he was. But he was doing. He was doing a lot of other. He shit. He was doing a lot of other shit. But it's, like, it's when they're at the house and they're at the. It was Quaaludes and Coke, dude. I don't yeah. think that you're like on the floor like. I feel like you'd be more like. I'm, I'm a little drunk. I'm a quaalude and a coke, and let's go running. I, you know, you I, have I, to watch, I worked, have to watch I, movie I, I worked with a guy. Mm-hmm. I worked with a guy. And he, he would do <laughs> copious amounts of quaaludes. Oh, right? yeah. And he was sore. I didn't see Wolf of Wall Street, but if, if I were to describe his manner, it would be close to what you just here's, described. Here's my question. And you. it was like he was in slow motion. Like, Arm. no, his whole body would like yeah. everything. Was, and it, it was amazing to watch. Can you, can you explain, yeah. like, what did they do with Quaaludes that so effectively just destroyed the market, though? Because, like, can't they just do that with heroin? You know, it's, it's always baffled me. Like, um, what, like what did they do? Right. Because they're gone. You they, can't get them. Trust me. I've tried. I've asked every drug dealer that I know. They, they, <laughs> they, they, were, they were on every single corner. What they had, they, they had... What, got, they what do you got now, Xanax? Like, no, no, it's, no, no, it's, no, no, it's, no. It's easy to get no, Xanax. I'm, I'm, listen, what I mean is they had what was called stress clinics. And well, in everywhere. Florida, would have figured out the Quaalude shit. Yeah, they had shit, s- stress clinics. <laughs> and you, you, you go into the stress clinic and you'd say... I have stress, and they go, oh, oh we, have, well, we, have, we have quaaludes. Yeah, and then they would, <laughs> you I, have stress, we have quaaludes. I, I think they would write you a prescription, and then you could fill it right there at the same time. You know, like you'd walk out. I mean, I, I, I didn't do that. Why? Um, well, I, I don't know. I never needed did to. They, did, they, did they just convert stress clinics to, like, Asian massage parlors? Because th- that's, that's how it feels, like, down here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know what. <laughs> I think what they did, I think they turned them into pain clinics, you know. And b- remember for, not for too long ago? Yeah. yeah uh, whatever. What, what, what yeah. did they do to Quaaludes? Like, why can't they just do that to heroin and everything else they want to get rid of? You know, that's mm-hmm. a good thing to topic to google because i don't know how they did it but i know when they did do that when they did it all of them were coming from canada for a good period of time that makes sense that's why we don't like canadians in our country they're, they're well, notorious they continued no so the only place that they were and i don't know if these were like the pharmaceutical ones or the bootleg well ones. is it is it that hard to make or is it that like no one out there has tried to figure out what it is and just be like Let's i just have I, think the, it's I have so a feeling highly illegal. I, I have a feeling that the fbi and the cia are like so 
but, but so Dante, watching it. The thing with drugs is like if there's a market for it, like if there seems like there would be a good just some demand, like someone somewhere is going to you, make it. You and would sell it on think the black so. Market. I agree. But so like, where there's is so it? many Chinese nut chemicals for all types of shit. You think so at some point they'd be like, well, we've been or, doing or at least there would be some exact analog. Like what could we? What what would exist that would be exactly what quaaludes? Or is? or or did that know. whole demand get replaced by like Molly and 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 like that? It's it's a different substance, but like. I don't know. Like a party drug, you mean? As a party yeah, drug. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But where are the Maybe quaaludes? that's what roofies are. I don't know. Well, I don't know what roofies are. I mean, I, I don't know what chemical they I, are. I think it's a lot of basically what's an ambient, right? It's it's like a benzoid or something, whatever. It's, it, it's similar to that class. I mean, it's, it's its own thing. It's not... They're, they're different, right? They're different than... As oh, far as so I know, Bill, they are. So someone, I was, Bill someone Cosby. told, someone told Cosby. me once what was in them, but I was roofied at the time, so I don't remember. Right. <laughs> well, Bill Cosby... He, he, all, everything he's being accused of, I think it all is, is, is all quaaludes. Was all around quaaludes. Yeah, it, it is. And let me tell you, um, like, I did that to many women. No, but I will say this: um, I can almost guarantee that the, the women that he was involved with, they were like, "Oh, you have quaaludes," you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. It sounds you like know, it, in the eighties, it, it, it sounds it, like it, everyone was like that. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it, it was a, something a, that people want. You didn't have to dude, slip it to anybody because I, I watch, everybody was I watch, clamoring for them. I'm watching like again the trading places thing yesterday, and like there's a scene in it where a guy is in like a gorilla suit and they're having a party on a train, and he comes up behind a chick and just grabs her boobs, and the girl's kind of like, "What's going? Oh, oh, Marty!" And I'm like, you know what? You like the the my problem with the Me Too shit is that you're like rehashing these problems that occurred like. 40 years ago. What in a world too. that was completely different. What What is that mm-hmm. thing that they put on Twitter? What is that? You, hashtag? It's a hashtag? Yeah. Me too? Yeah. Is that kind of like pound me too? It's <laughs> <laughs> a pound sign. But it is a pound sign. It is a pound sign. I'm just saying. Oh, wow, Dante. Yeah, in, uh, insights, insights by Dante. Yeah. Did we say? I don't know if I earlier. talked. Did we talk yeah, about it on the show? Earlier. Was that before that was, the show or on the show? That was several hours ago. But it was on the show or I pre-show? Remember? I thought that was on the show. It was a pre-show. Was it the pre-show? I don't know. I don't remember. It was this so is, long this ago. Is, this is the worst conversation because now, like Sean is like revealing that we like uh, prepare our jokes. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah, I just told the joke twice, you know. But uh, but I didn't know you were going to bring up the Me Too thing, so yeah. that that was the first thing that. But no, that, that is. I, I think I, again that that's been my frustration with this. Like I understand it. Like you you have to deal with like rape accusations and whatnot. But like I do, I am bothered by like the latent accusations from things that happened like thirty and forty years ago. Those really bother me. Mm. And uh, like if if because it was a different time. Like it was the things were. It was not the it, same. And, and the entire kinda... the entire goal of history has been to make this time better than that time. Mm-hmm. Like that's the goal. Like we acknowledge that in the past things weren't things were less perfect than they are now, and that they're currently still not perfect. And you move towards better and better society. That's what you do. Better for everybody, by the way. Not just men, not just women. Better for everybody. That's the goal. So like I do have a problem with like the latent sort of like fifty year old stuff that like you you hear accused later. By the way, I am um, like Ted Koppel or whatever. Speaking like. of this this thing, there there was a uh, electrical engineer that I had hired years ago, and you know he wanted to do programming, blah blah blah. So it turned out that a really good pro, a great programmer that I had, was sort of on the clock giving lessons to this shitty programmer, you know. <laughs> 
and what, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But uh, it gave me a little bit of a chance, and then finally I said, you know what? <laughs> even this is a ridiculous rate that he was getting paid, like a low rate. I said, you know, you're not even worth this rate, so you got to go. So he leaves, and I'm thinking, you know, who's ever going to hire this guy because he really sucks as a programmer. And uh, so then, uh, you know those websites where they show the mug shots of who went? <laughs> so he got, he got busted for, like, a ridiculous amount he, of quaaludes. Roof, roofies. No, oh, roofies. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So he was trafficking in, and then, you know, like, Man. so you go to college, you get an electrical engineering degree, and, <laughs> you know, the whole nine yards, and then... You know, now he's a he's a a, a, a roofie. He's a roofie trafficker. Yeah, yeah. A roofist. Anyway, it just reminded me of that that was, man. Yeah. Uh, so, so sad. The, back to crypto. Did you see the uh, FT article about the 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 ICO, the the Financial Times article about the ICO that like yeah tried you know, this like hilarious publicity stunt where they were going to plant tokens the, near the summit of, of Everest. What? So this ICO it, it's hilarious. hired. Or had four people involved that were Ukrainian to go to like Clown Might Everest and put like a device there with like a lot of their ICO token on it, which they overvalued. But they put it, it at the base of the mountain or at the top on the top. Somewhere what do you think? On the t- yeah, like, 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 it was at the I summit. Don't, I, don't know, I don't know if it yeah, was like oh, the okay. Everest summit, but it was like a top. It was a top place. Right, we, right, should, right. we should go there, Sean, and get that. Oh yeah, there we go. Well, one of I'm, the one of the one I'm the, good enough. Somehow, because how do you get them? Because like the whole thing of going up and down this, I think Everest like. It's probably going to be a whole complicated thing because apparently a Sherpa died, and that's the controversy. Uh, the Sherpa the Sher- died? A sh- the Sherpa died. Oh, well, wow. This is why I don't take, like, people are like, oh, oh, these shitty ICOs. All these people did was pay for uh, uh, a trip to the summit of Mount Everest. Yeah. Their intention going forward as an organization, it's kind of, it might be bad marketing, it might be bad, bad publicity. They, they're encouraging people to go find that money. Which is like it's. They say it's fifty grand. It's probably worth a lot less. How, when you say uh, they put it onto like uh, an open dime, or you, you know what I mean? What did I, they do? I don't they know what it, they did. But they like put it, it on a physical. I don't know device? what it did, but that doesn't really matter. It's just the fact that like they they they, you, they stuck the something. Thing, the thing about Everest is that you can only be up there for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Like that that last like few hundred yards, you get like ten minutes at the top, and then you're going back down. Well, you get to the take chance your pictures, of go back down. People climb it, and the chance of death is. It's there. It's like one in. It's it's like one in your ten. Your body undergoes things. I didn't see the full thing. What, what was I watching? They were talking about Sherpas. You know about Sherpas? Oh yeah. They their body, like if you want to find a human that exists that is very different from other humans, Sherpas are it. Their body is attuned to that high climate and that cold in a way that it has to do it like at the blood blood oxidation level and it's genetic. Like Sherpas, it's, it's, actually, have, it's actually not genetic. Weirdly. Is it? No. Well, because they said uh, Sherpas were giving birth and, like, the children were being raised in other countries, and they still had that. Yeah, so so it, it's very weird. Um, but there's something I I, I, I I would like to see the current literature on this, but as I recall the literature was, if you're born in, like, a high climate, your blood, you get you get that feature, basically, forever. So that's it's true. anybody that's born, like, in that? Like, if you're, like, in Colorado and you're born, if, if, you, if you travel there and, like, you train there, the effects are temporary. But I thought that like they it's but, it's but, very weird. Like if but, if you're like nine months in the belly and you're like in Colorado, like you get that. That's like a feature game. So if you're born permanently in, forever. If you're born in Arkansas, are you stupid forever? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a blood issue. But it has to be but it has but but you have rotting teeth. <laughs> but but like but why isn't why isn't what Sherpas have more common than other people that just live at high altitude? It is. 
it's, yeah, it's across the it's like that across the that, that that sort of feature is is common everywhere that there's like extremely high mm. altitudes that people are born in. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> like ever if you try to go like if you go to some place and like you play soccer in a high altitude, I, I, so I get altitude sickness every time I go to a high location. Mm-hmm. And in Colorado, for example, and I don't mm-hmm. mean that in like is the that a high sense, location? Um, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's it's I get altitude sickness every time I'm in Colorado, mm. um, which means I get like bloody noses. It's hard to sleep. Like my heart rate is fast. It just sucks mm. for like two days before like my body adjusts, and uh, that's why a lot of athletes, like Olympians, for example, well, they train, there. train in high altitudes. It's because oh, yeah. what happens is well, it's your hard body, body adjusts. It, well, it's not that it's it's that your body adjusts. And I think it increases blood cell count and, like, the ability of your, like, blood to, like, hold um, oxygen is increased. Right. But I think the effect lasts, like, two weeks if you're up there for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and these people, like, the length of the Olympics. And the, but, but, like, these Sherpa people, I think, like, they enter that state. or There's something... Uh, there's people something, do, like, altitude chambers, too, for that reason. Right. Well, there's definitely... There's definitely your altitude is hard on your body in ways that can, like, toughen it in, in weird ways. Like, but, it's good for training like that, too, but... But, but sure, like, I, but don't, the I don't die. Sherpas, yeah, like that, that that happens, like one in ten missions or something. It like rarely that. happens, but th- that does happen. It's it's risky to go up there, but like that, those people, I think they're like, I don't know much about that region of the world, but I think it's fairly poor because we're talking about like 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 think of like the Himalaya mountains, like Nepal, and like you know places that are getting kind of like annexed by China. So, so there's a one point five percent chance of dying. Okay, and that's what happened, but. Like it could that, be any a, trip. I mean, that's a high chance. You get in an airplane where you have a one in one point five percent chance of like having a plummet out of the. Oh, air. I <laughs> don't think I'd get in the plane. Um, hmm, interesting. So, like, I mean, like, it's bad publicity for the ICO. Don't get me wrong, but like, do you think so? Well, actually, no. I think it's just funny. But <laughs> like, you could, you could, you could argue that it's bad, but it's not like they killed. I mean, they, it was kind of like made out that like these ICOs are killing people. Nah, like, they were like, we found the first death due to due to like crypto, like. Or something like people like that. That that seems to be like the nature of like that. Are, I don't know. That's so stupid. Alfini preserved his head due to crypto. So like I don't know. Yeah, you, that, that might be the first example of eternal life due to crypto. Yeah, like it's, it's, that, that, <laughs> that's that's really dumb. Like that that didn't hurt anybody. Like that guy died. Yes, obviously. But they, it's they bad. Just, but they just paid for an expedition. That's obviously what they did. Right. And they and they offered an increased incentive for future expeditions, which benefit the rest of the Sherpa. So I don't. I don't. You know. I mean, that's, if that's anything, a good point too. but but Maybe the, if I were the, but Sherpa, at the same I would time, they could have used something like Takara and just stuck it up there. No one's <laughs> gonna, no one's gonna find it. That's the thing. Like you, like, again. Oh, you have to you actually go, like know like the little yeah. Because when you go to the summit, so like the last like I don't know what it is, but quarter mile or something like that, you have to do extremely quickly because like you're such an, in such a high altitude, your body you will die. Do they give out the exact geo coordinates? I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't think you're going to be very concerned when you're up there. Like you're going to be like, get out. Get can, down. Can, can a drone make that altitude? Could you send a drone up there? Uh, um, I, I, the air might be too thin. I don't I, know. I don't know anything about... It's super thin. Like at the, at the top, you have a couple options. Some people do it, I think, without oxygen tanks, in which case they're like up and down as fast as possible. I think most people do oxygen tanks at that, at that height in order to like at least get to the summit well, and they, like they, stay there for pictures. Well, you have to be able to fly uh, you know, helicopters up there because how many times do they end up you know, having to recover these people. One point. You know, they don't recover them. Um, they don't recover them. Oh, they don't. No, you don't recover. If you are so on so the the weather conditions might be such that it's impossible for helicopters to be. No, up no, no. There. They, they, ju- or, or the rules really on Everest. As again, I've never, oh. I've never climbed, but as I understand it, if if you, if you're, you're on down, your own. you're done. You're like on your own. You, you do not get recovered. Like as you're walking up Everest, climbers tell you of the bodies they encounter. 
Okay, because I, I think that's a good policy. That is the policy, I believe. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if but it's a it policy also, or it if also, it's... It also makes it such a, like, thing to do. Yeah, because I don't think they should... Oh, dude, it's manly. Like, you've got to... Rescuers. you got to fucking do Everest life. when you have to, if, if you have no kids. If you have kids and you go to Everest and you do that, you're done. Like, you're just... You should have your kids taken away. Yeah. That's... Like, that's so maybe that's person. what they're doing. Maybe it's like death by Everest. You know, maybe they... Right. You know, you know what I mean? They're like... It's a, it's a good way to go. So there has been a helicopter on. There has been a helicopter on the summit. There's. I'm just I'm, helicopters on Everest. May fourteenth, two thousand five, in an early morning, uh, Del Sal set the rec- world record for highest altitude landing of a helicopter when his Eurocopter AS AS three fifty squirrel touched down on the eight thousand eight hundred forty eight uh, meter high summit of Mount See Everest. See, uh, type it in drones. See if there's ever been a drone that's done that. I. I because you'd have, you'd have video footage, right? You'd have a picture. It didn't happen, right? Yeah, but but drones also have to like be able to like carry whatever is you know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I'm sure it's light, whatever. Like probably a trazor, something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A drone could could pick it up. I wonder what it would do in like those. Like I, I would think that it would get covered up pretty quick too, because there has to be like storms up there and such. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, unless they found a way to put it on the on like a spike somehow, but. Who knows? Performance of propellers suffered drastically at extremely high altitudes. Uh, I think. I think it would. I don't think anyone's really done a drone at the summit. So I, it'd be very. I'd be very curious. Um, at least not. Not that I've seen. I'm seeing recorded here. So, um, anyhow, that I, I think that I think that going to Everest though, like to put your ICO out there, like I, I think that people are getting desperate to like because I think, publicity. Right? Well, I think the ICO space is so crowded. Yeah. I think, like, when it started, it was just a few here and there. Like, we were talking 20, 30, 40. I don't know how many there are now, like 10,000 ICOs. I, look, I, do you follow them like you used to? You can't. Right, exactly my point. It's like, it's more noise. It's it, noise pollution. It, well, it used, to be, like, it used to be that, like, there were these, you know, maybe 10 projects. And, and none of them were innovative, but everybody was talking about every single one. Right. Um, now... Not only are none of them innovative, but they're also like you can't talk about them because they're all like everything else that's you know come before it. You know, early Netscape browser, yeah, they had buttons that were hard coded, and I don't mean like drop down menus. I mean these were like front and center. There were two buttons. One of them said, "What's cool and what's new," and they would literally you click on what's new, and it would show the most recent websites that were added to That's the right. web and then they made a a, a judgment uh, ba- you know based on what's out there and they say what's cool and then there would be like the fish cam or the coffee cam and there would be a camera like pointed at uh, the, the break room of of, yeah. of, of, a, of the coffee maker and people would go pour, pour a cup of coffee and they were like all over the internet and then you had the other one people would sit and stare at the fish tank over the internet. Well, the fact that you could watch someone else's fish tank from like 10,000 miles away was like a really amazing feature. With right. no effort, by the way. Right. So, so the point of it is like for them to have a button on, on Netscape right in front of you that's what's new. And it would just show you these are the most recently added websites to the internet. And it's kind of like that was the early ICO that, stuff. That was like yeah, back yeah, yeah. a year ago, frankly, when yeah. ICO started. Right. That was pretty much like it was easy to follow but the thirty that, or twenty. But ICOs, that idea today 
is so ridiculous. Like, I mean, somebody's going to list, oh, what are these are the, the new there's, websites there's that popped difference. up. Yeah. Websites, we, websites are costless to put up, whereas the entire goal of the ICO is that you generate as much money as possible. Right. So when ICOs become a crowded space, what happens? They get crowded out. Every, but all of them get crowded out. Right. Exactly. It becomes a terrible way to waste mo- to make money because there's no way to like distinguish between all the 18 projects right now that are raising that are exactly the same project, Ergo, all of which are probably stupid. Mount Everest. Yes, you have to. Then, <laughs> yeah. then, right. So then what do you do is you resort to hilariously stupid stunts like Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. What was that guy's name? Evil Knievel. You've got to like you know go across try to the jump the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great video, by the way. If you've ever if you've never seen I it, yeah, he like breaks legs there. Like it was. Oh, he broke every bone in his yeah, body. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that dude is sure. except the like coccyx. That you pointed to your head. You pointed to your head when you said coccyx. Yeah, that, that guy. That guy was that subliminal? Is. I don't know where it is. <laughs> but coccyx is your tailbone. If you say so. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> but that's why you pointed to your head. Yeah, that was like. Uh, <laughs> that's that's right. Have my tailbone. Um, yeah, there's, dude. Yeah, there's. I I am. I am. Uh, I, I am not surprised that they're like resorting to these like weird. Uh, but what's What's interesting about it is I don't think most people heard about their summit. Like I think they thought it would make international news. Financial Times. While I love Isabella Kaminska, I love the Financial Times. Um, I don't think. That they have the reach that that ICO really wanted. To, <laughs> they, ma- they, they made international think, news now. Yeah, well, no, right I here don't think they did. Oh yeah, here, yeah, all yeah. two hundred, all two hundred listeners. Like, exactly. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like towards the end of the episode, anyways. So like half of them have already dropped. They're all off. gone. There's like thirty people who are going to know about this. Um, but yeah, like that doesn't surprise me. I think that like that it, it, like most ICOs are going to be bad marketing, and that's going to be exactly what they resort to. You know how you know that people listen to the end of the episode? No. Like the last episode got truncated, yeah, right. and everybody yeah. <laughs> lost their minds. <laughs> it's true. You yeah. know, it's really weird. SoundCloud just keeps doing that. Like, I, I, I check it before I hit publish on SoundCloud and make sure now because like it's happened a couple of times. So last week I did that. I sat here, I made sure I published, and then it got truncated. Yeah, they're really af- they're having a little bit of issues because I, I use it a lot, and I I always come across like it, people getting truncated. Is well, that- or just weird things where like like playlist skip or like something skips. Like it, it's not. It, they have they I, I have, have like bu- they have much, a lot of they have bugs. I don't think they're stuff. putting much into development at well, the moment. Well, I think that I think they've, they well, <laughs> they we, got we, funded. They I think money. they got money issues. Well, they got money issues. They've, but then I thought they got money. They got like bailed out, but like oh. it, was, it was it was bailed out money of like, well, you guys are really, we can probably buy you cheap or something. Really? I, I forget the details, but they were almost going to go out of business, and then and then they didn't. But like those terms could have been, like I feel like whoever. You know, you know, you know those firms that buy like the firm is not for the intention of like making it better, but just like extracting as much value as possible because it's. I don't know. I felt like it was one of those. Speaking of firms mm-hmm. extracting, the, let's let's uh, let's let's hit the Nestle thing, okay. and then and then and then we'll be done for the day because like uh, Dante's yeah. uh, bracelet, his his uh, ankle Beeping. bracelet's going off. Is it flashing? Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, shit. we've pretty much covered everything anyway. Um. So did you watch this? Ne- I, I did. Nestle thing. Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Uh, I think it's amazing. Dante, have you seen this, the Nestle you documentary? It, no. It's like 12 minutes. you got to watch it. I'll send so it really? It's, it's so like 12 minutes. Yeah, it's right. what, 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 I, what you learn in it is how like Nestle gets its water for the water you're drinking, right? There is, really? is there I don't know. I, this is Zephyr Hills. That might well, be Nestle. Though. It's, it's, their, like, it's, their, it's their crystal brand, and it's, and it's at least what they're doing within like one they, of these they wells. Get it, they get it out of Michigan, and they go into these cities that are like not – they're like rural communities, um, like not super rich. And they basically offer them no money. 
for their water, and they start pumping it out of streams for like I don't know four hundred. What did it say? Four hundred gallons a minute. Yeah. In some of these places, something something like like a really just high insane. Rate. And they're like they build a pump house. It costs them a million bucks. Uh, they build the pump house and they pump it all out into this other plant that they have uh, down the road. They pay what do they say three dollars. Something like three dollars per thousand gallons at, at one of the facilities. Mm-hmm. Three bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like someone in Flint made the point. They're like, "Oh yeah, like I have a two hundred dollar water bill for my house that I can't pay, and Nestle's getting it for like a thousand gallons for three dollars." <laughs> so they're like they're like miners. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And these cities are being devastated. They're apparently. I mean, the documentary to me, like, I have a feeling that there is. Uh, a little, they, there's quite a bit of bias in this documentary. Like there, there were a lot of questions. I sense a lot ask. of. Bu- I feel like this might be an issue, but I feel like it was very biased. They didn't against exactly. Nestle, yeah. and, I, and I can definitely see like, I can see it's it's like mining, but it's like Nestle tried to take the weirdly reasonable stance on this. Like, well, that's what the science says. And what what bothered me about the journalist is she didn't push back at all. She didn't like find out what the alternatives actually are. She didn't say like, well, that's your science, but here's well, actually what like, was what all the what was the all the what was shows. all the direct negative effects? I mean, well, like Flint, Flint like their water bill went up, but yeah. did it go up for everybody or because like I, the, I don't know that Flint's water bill went up. I think Flint was saying that like they just want to be subsidized, like Nestle right. subsidized. Because I was like, well, whoever made this deal with Nestle did a really fucking bad job, which. Which which Nestle took advantage of and right you know reap the water it, at the I mean like that's that's what they're going to do if you have like natural the, the resources stupid, like water and you can get it at a cheap rate well Nestle's in a position to monetize that water pretty easily because they just bottle yeah. it and, and the fucking it. journalist asked some of the stupidest questions things like do you believe that water is a human right oh like what like what are you gonna say like no mm-hmm. <laughs> of course it is like having having access to water like I mean it. It, it, I don't know that you can actually say it's a human right because it's a natural resource, but like, like we should all have access to clean water. We need it mm-hmm. as people, um, and we should want that for people because that's what you need to live. You know, I, I, think I get it, my water it's in an the integral, form. It's an integral part of like an, of, of a civilization, right? At this point, right? I, mean, I get my water in the form of diet coke. Uh, however, you get your water. I don't, I don't see that like <laughs> no. it's any different for anybody though. Like everyone has to get water. Um, but there are, but we've seen, because there was that other documentary, like the water rights thing is also like a big, like it seems like a growing issue. And there's like these like documentaries oh, yeah. popping up talking about it in some way. And Nestle is a different way than the almond thing, which we talked about, the people out in California. But like there were people that literally didn't have it. Be- and is it because of those, is it because of these companies and what they're doing? Well, that's or the question is, it- is like, 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 for example, with the Nestle thing, you have, you have this other side saying that like global warming is causing all of this stuff, right? Like, oh, streams are drying up and blah, blah, blah. Um, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I'm not going to get into that debate so much. But, like, if, if you believe that, then how can you say that Nestle is definitely the reason your creek bed is drying up, right? Like, it, it seems to me that, like, there was a lot of, like, lack of science. Uh, she didn't ex- – like, that was mm. my problem with the documentary. They didn't explore, like, both sides. She kind of, like, took for granted um, people blaming Nestle and didn't actually explore whether it is, in fact, Nestle. Yeah. But it was very interesting to me, regardless, is that, like, the water thing – was completely analogous, in my opinion, to the miners going into your town and like sucking up all of the energy. They should do both. You know Nestle, what I mean? Nestle should yeah, mine, they could, mine they for could, Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, because then they could also they could take the water, turn it into hydroelectric do, do energy. Wa- <laughs> right, <laughs> make a perpetual motion machine out of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that would be great. It um, actually might not be a bad idea because they're getting the water so cheaply, and it could be. It, it could, and they I could do like everything water cooled. You know, I feel <laughs> there's a, there's a part. I don't know why, but like my first inclination is that Nestle. There is actually a reason why they don't want to completely do that as much as a Bitcoin miner would. But much sure, I, I can't. Like that's like 
Like it, it, it's 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 very similar, but it's it's different. I don't know. Well, I, I do think it's interesting too that these communities, by virtue of the fact that the water is in their backyard, are claiming it's their water, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting as well. Because Nestle's done a pretty good job here of like basically getting their water and and distributing it, which is like I don't know distribution of wealth essentially, right? Isn't that redistribution right there? You know, you know where they get their water for their chocolate. <laughs> isn't, that like, isn't that what that is? Isn't that literally what that is? Because, but but the, at the same time too, like if it's, you it's, if you if you want to play out like what else are Nestle's options? Like I don't know. Like does 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 selling the bottle of water rely on it being like oh it's from the mountains of of Michigan versus like it's from the slums of Haiti because that's the right. place you could but extract you, but water. My, my point is my like, point is that you have you have this like reverse effect. So like in Bitcoin mining, um, they are feeding off of subsidized water. Uh, whereas Nestle is probably making uh, what would have been subsidized water, like water for this community, right. and turning it into non-subsidized water, right. which might actually be the price of the water. I don't know, but because we're benefiting from Nestle doing that to that community, well, it could because be because we're right because here in here in Florida, you're able to get like the benefits of like Nestle's like uh, what would have been subsidized there. Right. So like it, it becomes egalitarian water, like water that everyone can now afford because you can go to Costco and you can get like 400 water bottles in your community now for like 20 bucks rather than having to like drink your Flint water. Interesting. Do they also make? A, a, are they involved with Gatorade, Nestle's? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think Gatorade is because I would company. think that the water, the perfect water for that, would come from Colorado. Gatorade, <laughs> you know the Colorado. You know, don't you remember the, the the river that was totally yellow? Oh yeah, yeah. The gold. oh my god, yeah. The, the, it was the gold mine runner, whatever the fuck it was. The, yeah. And you know who did this? The, the government. EPA. Yeah, I, I remember the that. EPA yeah. screwed up, and uh, so they had this like yellow. It, it really kind of looks it, like it was, Gatorade. It, it was. It really did. <laughs> It was oh real God. dark. It, it was like kind of like urine. It was like somebody, yeah. like you, you had a collective mass of people who. Ugh. Well, I, I think we've had a successfully terrible show. Yeah, um, I, Dante's I, back. I he so. made it worse. Thank you, Dante. Like oh, you, mm-hmm. your contribution has been greatly missed over the last couple of weeks. I aim to please. Yeah. Well, yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> I've been seeing what you're doing to Sean over there, pleasing him. Uh, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for so, so much for listening. If you if you could. Please go to iTunes. Uh, please rate us a one star. We really need help there. I think that there are some people who are trying to uh, destroy the show. And, oh, are they really? And, and rate us higher. No, that's just a call to action to try to make people think that they should feel obligated to go. That had to happen while I was away. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, like they, Dante, they, now that you're back, the show's the bad deep. again. It's great. Um, mm-hmm. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Sean, why don't you tell people where they can find you? They can find me on Cam4 and in the Ethereum Plus Dojo. And Dante. Well, I don't know where you're going to be able to find me because I, you know, you're have, kind of out right now. I have like to you're, go back. yeah, I was going to say just out, like, I'm just a do, couple I, of days. Do past. I drive you to the uh, t- like you're you're on you're on prison sabbatical right know. now? So like, if, if if my shot collar starts going off, then you're a shot collar from yeah, prison. Shot That's collar. Yeah. Oh, I see. Shot um, collar. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think this was? Are yeah, you uh, moving up the prison the, the, hierarchy? The, the, a, collar, <laughs> like a, a collar bomb? Jewel, jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> like, you've been there for two weeks, and you're the shot caller already, Dante? Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah, well, shit happens. And know? I'm Junseth. You can find me anywhere there is a Junseth. I am in the Ethereum Plus Dojo most often. And uh, some, if you'd like, I, I'll play you in Fortnite on the PS4, God of the Gap. Oh, cool. I, I may, one day I'll I'm also on Xbox. That, I'm Gord of the Gap. Oh, wow. Because I couldn't have the same name, apparently. So, uh, But other than that, this is Jones to chunk it up the deuce of the South. The Mass has ended. Go in peace, St. Catherine. Pray for us. Sons of news.